I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The hibbit, the hibbit, the hip, hip, hop, you don't stop. Rock it out, baby, bubble to the boogity bang, bang, the boogie to the boogity beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello. Up to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say, up, jump, the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie. Let's rock. You don't stop. Rock the rhythm, that'll make your body rock. Well, so far, you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man, Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. When I'm dip, the dip, the ladies pimp, the women fight for my delight. But I'm the grand master with the three MCs that shop the house for the young ladies. And when you come inside and to the front, you do the freaks bank and do the bump. And when the sucker MCs try to prove a point with Trent's trio, or when the serious joint are from sun to sun and from day to day, I sit down and write a brand new rhyme. Because they say that miracles never cease, I've created a devastating masterpiece. I'm gonna rock the mic so you can't resist everybody. I say it goes like this when I was coming home late one dark afternoon. Reporter stopped me for an interview. She said she's heard stories and she's heard fables that I'm vicious on the mic and the turntable. This young reporter I did adore. So I rocked the vicious rhyme like I never did before. She said, Damn, fly guy, I'm in love with you. The Casanova legend must have been true. I said, By the way, baby, what's your name? Said, I go by the name Lois Lane and you can be my boyfriend. You surely can. Just let me quit my boyfriend called Super. Man, I said he's a fairy, I do suppose Flying through the air, the pantyhose He may be very sexy or even cute But he looks like a sucker in a blue and red suit I said you need a man who's got finesse And his whole name across his chest He may be able to fly all through the night But can he rock a party till the early light? He can't satisfy you with his little worm But I can bust you out with my super sperm I go do it, I go do it, I go do it Alright, my mother went away for a month-long trip her and some friends on the ocean liner ship. She made a big mistake by leaving me home. I had to roam, so I picked up the phone. Needs civilization, some sort of reservation. He said a mile south, there's a fast food station. Thanks, senor. As I start up the motor, Ali said, damn, tip, why you drive so far for? Hey, welcome to the Black Tips Podcast. with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Sunday afternoon uh, episode. I guess Sunday night, technically. Yes. Sunday night? Yes. And um, if you've been listening to some of the podcasts that I listen to, then you would have recognized both of the voices that opened the show. Yes, yes. Um, but now it's quite possible that you don't listen to all the podcasts I listen to because I listen to a ton of podcasts. I do, too. But um, I believe when I left a review for this show, I said... It feels like I'm, you know, sitting down and I'm overhearing a conversation between two sassy ladies in, like, the middle of a food court or something. Yes, yes, yes. What, 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 they're sipping lattes and eating bonbons and all that. Food court. Yeah, like, um, I, now, the name of the podcast is Hey You Know It. And, um, of course, Jaquetta has been on the show before. Um, she was on with Yoli and, you know, she was out in California, uh, you know, doing a, a, a one woman show at the time. Um, say what's up to everybody, Jaquetta. What's up, y'all? Hey. And, of, of course, the other person you haven't heard before on our show, yeah. well, like I said, she's on the show with, uh, Jaquetta. It's Katie Casimir. Say what's up to everybody, Katie. Hey there, everyone. Now, um, uh, the, now the reason that you guys remind me of like a conversation it's almost like um 
like there, like literally this happened to me one time i was when i was an intern i was working in this this pretty good fortune 500 company and i was going to eat at the mall for lunch every day because you know they don't pay interns that much money That's no true. So I was I was in the Sabaros. I don't know if yeah. they even have those anymore. I guess the Sabaro. Yeah, everything in Sabaro has like uh, at least two ounces of oil laying on the top of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's still like, good. Still good. They should change mozzarella the, cheese. Yeah, they should change the name of it to oil and marinara sauce because <laughs> all that is on there. So I, I you know, I'm sitting eating my food, and I just happened to sit behind these ladies. There were four ladies. Um, eating lunch together in the middle of the day um and they were all like middle age uh white ladies and they were talking about like the most salacious stuff about like this one one of them was getting a divorce and the other three were giving her advice on how to get divorced and how to get the most stuff and wow and i was tickled to death like i i, I enjoyed that so much it was like <laughs> the first podcast of all time or something <laughs> They didn't even know it. <laughs> no, they didn't even. They should have been recording that shit. They would be huge now. But uh, it was it was like Sex in the City before uh, Sex in the City, and I enjoyed it so much. But um, I, I don't hear any podcasts like that. And then I found you guys. Not that you guys are talking about divorce and all kinds of salacious things, but I found your podcast, and it reminded me of that feeling of like just eavesdropping on someone else's conversation. About random yes. things. It's like, oh, hey, right. they even know I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can sneak out what I want to. Right. <laughs> I like that. I think maybe we should go to a local food court and do a live. Hey, you know it. That'd be great. And just, for, just ignore the audience. Yeah. You, know? you just, you guys just talk, and then they'll just, they can like put a mic there. You guys just talk, and they then everybody goes, "Oh my god." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um. First of all, how's everything been going, Jaquetta, since the last time we talked? I'm doing pretty well. I'm my my one-woman show, that's funny, you didn't sound black on the phone, went well. I'm doing it again in New York in a couple of weeks in a United Solo Festival. And I just, uh, you know, I've been doing the podcast. And I also just started a comedy show. It's a monthly show called Balls Out Comedy. Balls, plural, out comedy. It's an all-female show for everybody at the Bowery, so I can't complain, you know, I'd like to pay fewer, I'd like to pay less taxes, but other than that, I can't complain. <laughs> now, you said it's balls out, but it's all female? Yeah. Cause so, it's, it's a play on the word out? Well, no, it's more about just the idea of balls out, it's like hanging low, blue, and in your face. That's the kind of comment. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, blue balls are not a preference of men, but <laughs> I understand definitely what you mean, blue comedy. Yeah. And, um, hanging and low. it's out. It sounds like um, by balls out, it's almost like no balls allowed. No, no male, no male balls. No, no face. male balls. We're talking about just female. The idea just balls out in your face, hanging low. No restrictions. Out. Yeah, no restrictions. Well, so, you gotta do. A lot of people prefer the breasts balls, so that could be all balls out. Yeah, exactly. some people do call them um, titty balls, like yeah. people. From the yeah. south, that uh, no, if pretty. you say if you say the show is titty balls out, you're gonna get a whole different crowd. They're gonna be disappointed when everybody has their clothes on is just slinging jokes. That's a good point. Ah, that's true. Yeah, you guys, yeah. I went to her show and oh my god, it was hilarious and shocking, and everyone in the audience was looking at each other and laughing their asses off. It was yeah, crazy. we had a we had a condom demonstration, and people learned some shit. Like with the banana, ah, the banana. Okay, all right. Cool. I learned that. That person, I said, you just taught me things about condoms. I'm like, I am an adult woman, and I now learned something about condom usage. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> like, I didn't know. There was some stuff I didn't know. You should fold the condom and see if there's air inside. 
to yeah. see if the condom is still fresh. Did you know that? Yeah, of course. I always uh, double check my condom. I did because uh, I don't have a penis, so I didn't. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you have to check to make sure that it still holds air, or else how are you going to keep? But the like Karen, you're with me on this. But ladies don't know about that. Do be busting out an old condom with just like flat and with a hole in the side. You wouldn't know. I know. I have no idea. No, that's that's why I stick with one man, and that's why I don't have those <laughs> issues. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully they're not. It's not reusing condoms oh. and just double-checking the air, you know? Ah, so you have an old-ass condom in your, you know, wallet for, like, a couple of years. That shit goes stale. Oh. Oh, oh, you know what? Even better. Let me tell you what you do, women. I don't give a fuck what they say about you. Bring your own condoms at all times. Here, nigga, no I know mine is fresh. It feel like it's every 30 days. I go restock. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got condoms to the game. I am with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Ladies should bring their own condoms. And dudes, you should bring your own condoms too. Yep. Everyone should bring condoms. Yeah. Yes. yes. It'll be a condom way. party. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that way you won't have any issues, any problems. And when you're talking about doing a condom display, and when I was in college for one of my speech classes, I actually did do that. I actually used a banana doing um, my one of my speeches and talked about the proper use of a condom. Did you, did you put it on with your mouth or did you use your hand? <laughs> No, we we used our hands because <laughs> I think if we'd have used our mouth, we'd have been considered X-rated, and I don't know what our score would have been. You would have got an A. Not, yeah, it was not such education class, but if it was, if it was, would have been that. I put would have tried to use my mouth. Well, I like women that put it on with their vaginas. Like it's kind of oh. a little more difficult. You know, but it's definitely a skill. That is, no. that, 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 that is a very good skill, sir. That is it's a really precarious good. motion. Yes, it's I like high wire act. You know? Yes, I would even pay her to see that. Yeah, I'm pay <laughs> to see that because you can't mess up with that because you already there. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you do it? Do you put it in first and then just kind of squeeze it on top of him? I, I'm you know, I don't even ask how. You know, how does David Copperfield make the Statue of Liberty disappear? I don't know. Okay, I don't yeah. want to know. It's one of those things we just go ooh. That's your life. Ah. <laughs> just enjoy now, what's going on. Don't ask yes. questions. <laughs> now, of course, um, you also have your site, uh, Big Guns, Big Tobacco. Yeah, that's Big my it's my personal site. It's where you can find out what I'm doing, the shows that I'm doing. I'm actually also, it's going to be up there pretty soon. I'm running for Congress in 2012. What? Really? <laughs> Why are you so surprised? Um, no, I just, you know, <laughs> hey, we need more people like you in Congress. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm running for Congress uh, as a libertarian candidate in uh, Congressional District 17 in New York. So that's all going to be on there, too. It's just my site about me and what I'm doing and how I'm trying to make things happen. So well, Now, what made you pick libertarian? I've been a libertarian for a long time. I just believe in liberty and freedom. Less regulation, legalization, you know, if it, you know, reasonable immigration and Chris Tucker is my oh. So you're one of those reasonable libertarians or are you are you really hardcore? Yeah. Like, I'm reasonable. I'm not how can I be extreme? I'm black. Like it's the only so hood <laughs> start running around and hanging people up. Like, Cause I, I wanted to be a libertarian. I used to say that for the longest, but I only you probably are. You don't know it. Well, I only said it because I like the nice things. Like, eh, smoke weed. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like that yes. was that was how that was my version of libertarianism. Yes, yes. tax having sex with your vagina. Yeah. I, I could give a damn. Well, I mean, well, it's like if you want to go get a prostitute. Fine. That was my. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Just tax it. That's all I ask. So yeah. Well, so you yeah, are you the sales tax. basically. There's, you don't. Everybody has crazy people. We talked about this last time. Everybody has Harmacane. Do I need to bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> Never. 
Let Kerm cook, ma'am. Let him cook. He's crazy. He's going crazy. He is crazy. And they letting him do it. Yeah, I mean, but what can they do? I mean, like, that's the beautiful thing about White Gill is, like, sometimes a crazy black person can get the power just because of it. Cause yeah. Because Republicans are just like, oh, we, hey, is it wrong if I call him a dumbass? <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> no. This, guy, this guy's clearly it, a dumbass. It, it's not, because if you're stupid, you're stupid. I don't care what color skin yeah, it is. It doesn't. I think for some people, when they see racism, they oh, I want to touch that one. No, yeah. I like Carmen Cain because black people can be as crazy and ignorant as and backwards as everybody else, and why not? I think Herman Cain is more important than Obama. I do. And yeah, in a weird it. way. Okay. I agree with you, Russell. Ah, in, in a weird, yeah, in a way, he is more, it's more important to have that one crazy outlandish motherfucker yeah. that somehow rose to power where we can be like, see? Yep. We, we, even the crazy ones can get in I if they like gotta he, play it. I feel like he should get like an honorary character on Boondocks. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I think Uncle Ruckus is already on that. Yeah. So as like long a, as you can hold somebody's attention, you can be as crazy as you want to be. If you can just distract people long enough, then, yeah. you know, you get it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what's yeah. happening. <laughs> Uh, he, doesn't even know what that, he doesn't even know what the 999 plan is for mm-hmm. that. Oh, he no. can't explain that shit, and I've seen him try on multiple occasions. No, nope. I don't, no, he has no idea what that means. And it's his plan. It's not like he walked in a room and someone told him, like, hey, you're going to use the 999 plan. And he's like, I don't know what that is. And they're like, camera is rolling, you know? But he Good. refused to, like, explain it to people. He was like, you know, look it up. Right? <laughs> like... He said, well, if you look at, at the research, and they said, we are looking at research. He said, no, my research. No, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wiki my plan. Yeah, right. I don't have time for you. You now, the Herman Cain, what is it, the Herman Cain search engine? Yeah. So, yeah, Godfather's Pizza, is that over now? Because I never knew about Godfather's Pizza because I grew up in Maryland. Y'all heard it's of that? It's- mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to have them all, all yeah. over the place down here, and they went out of business. What's oh, Godfather's yeah. Pizza? Um, it's the former pizza restaurant that Herman Cain used to run. He was the CEO of, and it's actually what he gets a lot of credit uh, for his uh, financial policies as a business yeah. a businessman. And rebuilding out of business. No, yeah, yeah that, they're out of business, but or at least not, I think they became another business, like another company. Yeah, or they still exist. They just are very small because they used to be everywhere. But over the years, they've kind of cut down and closed a lot of them. Um, they're hard to find now really hard to find. I think somebody else may have bought them out. I'm not really sure. So that goes to show you how good his business plans yeah, can be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. he can reduce government by making it run out of business. Yeah, Sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But you know, a pizza in every home is not a bad program. Oh, I would be down for that. Well, that's what I was hoping the 999 plan was. was <laughs> Me like too. $9, I was like, you know, I could go for that. Two pizzas for 999, unlimited toppings. Damn. Yes. Damn. Yes. You got my vote. No, nine toppings, 99. Sit. What are we talking about? 999. <laughs> that's um, candidate. Now, now, also, you guys have uh, the website, heyyouknowit.podbean.com, where you can find the podcast. Uh, you're you're also on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you search Hey, you know it. I think I know. I think I like the group. I'm pretty sure I'm. I, I, I need to like the group. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, I try to like all the people that got Facebook pages. If yeah. I can remember. So if not, people that don't that this is a good reminder. Go like, like Hey, them. you know it like on them. Facebook. Get their numbers up. Uh, on iTunes, they're also Hey, you know it, and they have the same review policy that we have. They will read anything if it's five stars. Only. We and actually uh, bogarted that from you guys, but people have been leaving reviews and they have not been showing up. I've gotten emails from people. 
because they reviewed it, and I don't see the reviews up there, so I don't know what's going on, but... Something shady with iTunes. I yeah. Know. And y'all might be having the same problem. We have... Tell people that if they send you stuff internationally, even including Canada, mm-hmm. they have to let you know. You have to go to that country because United well, States to, is only well, United States. A, oh, in, the, okay. in the bottom right corner of the iTunes store, there is an icon that uh, shows the American flag. flag. If you tap that icon, you can change it. And this is for all podcasters. A lot of podcasters listen to us. You can change it to the con- to other countries. countries. Um, a lot of times if someone leaves you a review from like Canada oh, or somewhere like that, you have to go change your, your region yes. in order to actually see, see that it. review. Yes, so as, so when people send you stuff, cause we've had people be like, hey, I left one and I never got it. I'm like, what country are you from? Canada. That's why I didn't get it. You know, they, they have to oh, wow. That's good information. It's like... It's like a lot of lot of places from like all over the world in there, so that might be why you didn't receive it. So if you ask from the country, well, sometimes we get them old. We'll, we'll, but as long as they five stars, we will read them if we're notified. Yeah. Well, the other the other thing too is that people um sometimes just mess up the reviews. They don't know how to do it. That's true. Um, like you can't curse no. with the review, or no. else they'll 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 they won't let you post it. It'll say like, oh, you submitted your review, but that person will never see it. So. Oh, wow, okay. Steve Jobs is still alive, guys. Don't, yeah. don't. <laughs> don't be cool. They was like, no, nah, no, nah, we still censoring. Yeah, he doesn't appreciate potty mouth. So. Um, and you can also, like, go and check and see which one is the most recent and stuff. But, yeah, a lot of times if you get reviews from other countries, that's what you got to do. But, um, yeah, check them out, man. Hey, you know it. Um, I, I'm a fan of the show. I listen to it every week when it comes out. And you guys have really stepped it up. Every Monday, there's a show now. That's why we don't play, Katie. Back me up on this. Every That's Monday. Absolutely not. We do not play at all. And uh, pretty serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the longest time, I've had the hardest time remembering Katie's name. And I hope I that, know. now that we've talked through Skype and she talked directly to me, yes. I can remember her name. And it's not that she's not a memorable person. No. But your name is... <laughs> so white like i it's so white man i like i get like some type of paranoia when i start saying like no it was kathy no it was no it was caitlin no uh, and then i just i just freeze up uh, I'm, don't be nervous i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hurt you you can <laughs> you can you can say it anywhere you want it's still gonna be katie casimir and i'll tell you yeah. casimir means the great destroyer it's and my, yeah, it's, it, my name means the uh, usurper. So together, you know, don't mess with her. Right. Okay, when he said cashmere, I thought, she sounds like a sweater. I'm very, very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not spelled the same. <laughs> no. Actually, some people think that I'm Indian. Um over the phone, like if I go in for a prescription or something that I ordered and I go to pick it up and I say, I'm Katie Casmere, they're like, I thought you were Indian. And they think they have this whole backstory made up where I got married to some Middle Eastern ah. man and, you know, he abused me and uh, <laughs> <laughs> took you away from your family, yes, and brought you to America. You're right. <laughs> a poor woman. Now, that's always amazing to me. And uh, obviously from the title of Jaquetta's One Woman Play, this has happened to her before too, but it's always weird when people tell me that they were thinking something ignorant. Like, you didn't have to tell me. Like, I thought you were Indian. Well, you didn't have to. You could have kept that to yourself and been surprised by yourself. But exactly. now that you tell me that, I, I know you're stereotyping me. Well, isn't it good when people bring their racism right up front so you know exactly who you're dealing with? 
Yes. I do prefer I it that, that way. Yes. But I always wonder what their game That's plan the is. That's the best time, yes. Don't hide, don't sugarcoat. I, there should be a pen that people can wear so I know I don't have to shop in your store or talk to you. Well, down here we call it the Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm serious. Put it on your truck. Yes. Put it on the back of your van. On your it in business. your front yard. Oh, put yeah. it on your business. Put it, put it beside you as you walk down the street. Exactly. I know that you guess It's not illegal. It's just fucked up. Right, I like to know where I stand. It's true, you know, as a single woman, when I meet new guys and they start talking, I usually try to find out right off the bat, or they're trying to find out right off the bat if I'm racist too. Like, they're, they usually, like, there's a couple of them uh, recently um, who have commented on the neighborhood that I live in, and they say things like, it's really dark in your neighborhood, isn't it? And it's like, (laughs) what? Well, that's subtle. Oh, at night? (laughs) It's, I live in a largely Hispanic neighborhood, so you know, I'm like, okay, so there you go, you know, I know right off the bat who I'm dealing with, and I walk away. Wow, that's weird, because I wouldn't say it was really dark, because, you know, that's, it's not like a ton of black people. They should come up with something between light and dark, you know? Yes, it's medium outside, yeah, it's, yeah, like, not a, it's not too bright out there, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's outside. kind of caliente. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah, you, you know, need some better racist color words. But yeah. I, I've never thought about that before, though. I guess if you're a racist and you're going on a date, you do want to establish that right away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 if we both in the white power group. I mean, right. hey, if we're not, we need to go our separate ways. Right. <laughs> Seems like the right time. To, I, I'm always amazed when people just pull out the racism as like as an ally. Like, let's be ally, allies and let me just throw out some racism real quick to see if you're down for it. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's, that's just like me. I don't date anymore, but if I was to date a man and he was to just say something outlandish, you know, like, I hate white people, I'd be like, oh, um, I don't think um, we need to be talking anymore. Exactly. You need don't to get into the conversation. Yeah, you need to get it up front. I find that as, as a black person, people try to slip in other prejudices, that, you know, they'll throw out some anti-Semitic shit or some homophobic shit, and I'm like, well, I'm not really in with that either, uh, and that's it. You know. Yeah, I don't appreciate that shit either, man. But somehow like, people assume we are, like, okay with anything that's not just black racism. Right, and yeah, I'm always and I'm like, high. so that means when I'm not around, I just, it's like when your Indian friend is around, yeah. that you're <laughs> making jokes about right now, yes. that, that means that I get to be the N-word then. Yeah. Like, I don't appreciate yes, that. No, yes. I'm not about none of that in real life. Now, when the red light comes on for the podcast, it's a whole other story. Yeah. But in real everyday life, no thank you. When well, the podcast world, you know, we got to embrace whatever. So, well, yeah. nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know about um, now, what is, um, how did you guys meet? What is the story there? And, and then what made you guys start, uh, decide to start a podcast? Well, we met in a writing class, a screenplay writing class, um, a couple of years ago. And, um, Chiquetta had mentioned she did stand up and I went to see a few of her shows. And, yeah, I just loved the way <laughs> she did so many funny things in class. She really made me crack me up. <laughs> Yeah, I just, yeah, we met in the class, and I was like, this chick is has the same kind of fucked up sense of humor I do, yeah. <laughs> and that's rare, so let's, you know, let's hang out, let's see what's going on, and we work together well, we have a good time, we've written some stuff together, you know, you hear us on the podcast, it's like, you know, it's like we've always known each other, right. so it's just rare when you find someone, when you have a fucked up sense of humor, and you find someone else who has the same kind of sick, twisted, fucked up sense of humor, you gotta hang out. There yeah, are times. Yeah, was- there are times when I have just 
looked at something like, you know, in New York, when we go out to dinner and I look at somebody across the restaurant and she knows exactly what I'm thinking. And, yeah. And it just says, you know, you know exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, my God, you know. Yeah. It's the Afro-Polish yeah. connection. <laughs> yes, a very popular connection a lot of people know about. Yeah, it's like a mind melt. Yeah, mind, it's like a Star Trek situation, so... Yeah, we had, um, like, I have this happen a lot in real life because people probably think I'm introverted, especially at work. Really? Um, yeah, they, yeah, I know. It is actually kind of hard to imagine. But, um, but it's, but that's actually what it is. I know that my sense of humor is really, uh, I guess fucked up for lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good term. <laughs> and I don't want to share it with everybody, you know, because right. it'll just, okay, I've seen what happens. Season. Like, right. today on, uh, my Google Plus page where we, like, promote the show you know we uh put up whenever we have like a new um podcast or if we have uh guest appearances on other people's podcasts we put up a link right now um what i've learned over time is whenever we do these um links on like facebook and twitter and stuff it helps to have a picture yes on the actual uh link because facebook and Google and Twitter and all the stuff, they'll automatically show that picture. Mm-hmm. And people will click on it just because they're like, what is this picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I'm promoting something that is really, like, trivial, like, hey, we were on uh, two sh- two other shows, or we're about to do a live show or something, I'll put a picture of normally a scantily clad looking... Yeah, I saw that. I was like, are y'all doing a whole different podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> but my my guess is that it's just interesting enough to make somebody either click or not click, you know, That's whatever. Right. But it, you know, either they already know what it's about That's and they're clicking because right. they're like, yeah, I know it's actually not. You know, because I've never pick it, put anything that's, like, naked or anything. No. But, uh, you know, I, I, they're either, like, I'm clicking on this because I think this woman is attractive and I'm looking to see more of that, and then they get fooled. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> or they just already know what the show's about and they either appreciate or don't appreciate the picture, but whatever, right? Yeah. Um. And so I was, you know, for a while I was just doing this without really thinking about it. I was like, you know, why not? It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I'm not really committed to the picture or not. Nope. So on Google uh, Plus, this lady hit me up and she was like, "Hey, I just want to ask, why do you put a picture of a woman up uh, in some of your posts?" And now keep in mind, this is social media. You can pick and choose who you would like to follow That's and interact with right. and stuff. So I'm not forcing it on anyone. But um, you know, I she came. She was pretty nice. So of course I clicked on her profile first because I think you should always do that before interacting with anybody on social yeah, media. To, to find out what they about. Know what yeah, you're yeah, doing. You, you just can't run up in there blind. Right. And yeah, the first thing shocked. on her the first thing on her profile was like black feminist. And I was like, oh. Oh. I don't know if you leave with that. No like, sense of humor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> so so I was like, okay, I you know, I see where this might be going. But I didn't want to jump to conclusions. I was like, okay. Um, so I replied back, like, uh, it's kind of, it's really arbitrary. There's no rhyme or reason to, you know, what pick gets up. Because sometimes I don't put pics of that kind of stuff at all, no. you know? Um, and so she was like, I was like, you know, some people will click on it just to find out what it's about. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, for the record, uh, to be honest, that's, that's why I'm not clicking on it. Because okay, don't click on it. Yeah, yes. and I was, you know, I, at first I was, you know, just going to be like, okay, fine, whatever. But then I replied back, I was like, you know what, that actually... I, I should have been thinking this way before, but you reaffirmed that I should do it this way because 
our show is very fucking inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. And you're easily offended. Yeah. You're going to be offended. I've said way worse things than that. You know, um, I'm, I'm a person who, uh, grew up in the hip hop culture and down south and young and black. I've, I've used bitch to refer to inanimate objects, women, men. That's right. People I don't like, yes. people I do like. That's right. And on top of that, we use the word nigger, and it could be an adjective, a verb, a pronoun, a person, place, a thing. It could be multiple facets. Right. So, so if you're offended by a picture of a woman smushing her boobs together. I guess and- you take a shower. This right. is not for you. We're like, so not sorry. even naked. Like, literally not even naked. No, like, fully clothed, guys. Like, if you're that strong of a feminist, you might not want to click on the link anyway. No. I'm, so, I'm, a, I'm a, I consider myself to be a rabid feminist. I clicked on that right away. Yeah, I feel affirmed. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, the other okay. thing I was, that's the other thing I was thinking about, too, when this happened. I was like, I wonder if feminists feel kind of like how black people feel sometimes, where uh, they'll be like, well, this one black person is messing up for all black people. They're typical, blah, blah, blah. And all the people watching us think that we're all like that. I always wonder if, like, feminists are, like, really the angry feminist lady gets to be... Yes, that's okay. Yeah, you know who really ruins it for women? Other women who um, write to guys in prison. Yes. <laughs> like, come on. Scott Peterson, really? You're going to write to him and, and, and try to go out with him? Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of women who do stuff out there who... And it's like, for me, it's the, the feminist with no sense of humor. It's like, come on! You're trying to get people to click to, to click on the thing. You put a salacious picture up there. People click on it. That's not what the whole thing is about, but it works. Right, and the, the other thing is, I don't know that that is demeaning to women. It's not like somebody snuck into the room slapped this woman and then took a picture of her you know like <laughs> like it can also be uh, i think uh female sexuality can also be very empowering oh of course uh, i clicked on it i wanted to see what was going on like maybe they uh you know karen and rod doing something a little different over here let me click on this <laughs> maybe they're also the kind of people that are like i'm gonna be offended by this i'm gonna look and sure enough i'm offended you know yeah because that woman who wrote you she was looking at it yeah, I saw an angry email. She probably looked all at it. Like, oh, yeah. like, because some people, you know, like, that's the thing. A lot of people, when they promote their shows, they're just like, I want as many people to listen to this as possible. I want to interact with as many people as possible. Yeah. I want. I don't think that way. I no. want as many cool people as possible. <laughs> but if you're a dick, please stop listening. Yeah. yeah. If, but if you you're a big dick. You know what? You never know who may be into you. So I once did a comedy show, and it was it was at an Indian restaurant, straight back Indian. <laughs> and it was four dudes, and they were Republicans, and they ate, they loved my act. You never know. You never know who's going to be into the shit that you do, so just put it out there. And if they don't like it, you can just tell them, don't come here again. Yeah, there's only one key element to, I think, to most comedy that uh, makes you able to get it or not get it, and that is understanding that most people aren't shit. Yeah. And if, if you understand that fundamental rule of life, even including yourself, you can laugh at yourself, and you can laugh at yes. the world, and you can laugh at, you know, comedy and not be so uptight about yes. it. And on top of that, the, when you talk about the, the feminist women, and not all feminists, the thing that kind of makes me upset about it is that the things that they, they're kind of like PETA. They fight for shit that nobody fucking cares about. <laughs> fight for something that's really going to make a difference for all women. A picture of a, a beautiful woman on our pick is a minute issue 
compared to women not getting paid the same as men. Exactly. That's fine shit to really fight about. And on top of that, with our comedy and even with you guys' comedy, if you don't fucking have a sense of humor, don't listen. Don't listen. Yeah. You know, yeah. a, lot people, a lot of people don't have sense of humor. Like they, like you said, they come well, in and ready well, to be offended. See, you you know, say that nobody thinks they don't have a sense of humor. Right. That's true. Everybody <laughs> thinks that they they can dress well. People confuse the love of laughter. You love to fe- the feeling of when you laugh. It feels good. And they confuse that with having a sense of humor. <laughs> and that's true. I agree. I agree. You. I agree with you. And I can laugh at my, myself. I think I'm the most funniest person in the whole wide world. I would hope so. Yeah, sometimes Roger come in there, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at me, nigga, at me. I just did yeah. some stupid shit. I am funny. Yeah, she does talk to herself a lot. She's probably looking at that, but... I'm a one-woman show all by myself. I have my... Uh, and a one-woman audience. Yes, I'm a one-woman show, one-woman audience. But I can have my applause. Karen, do you have a two-drink minimum for yourself? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Nothing over two drinks. <laughs> That's a two drink maximum. Yeah, oh, drink maximum. I'm sorry, two drink minimum. I at least start off with two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I shouldn't be drinking right but now. But you know what's funny? Um, that actually, I didn't write the whole uh, random thought out about that lady. I just wrote, "Hey, feminist." No. Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> that was what I wrote. <laughs> you just made her ang- her feminist ass even angrier. Thank God she won't listen. I'll have to put like a some sort of picture of someone with boobs or something. Why do you think she's not listening? She's listening to your shit right now. Talking I hope. about I can't believe he, but you know, talked about me being a feminist. I'm gonna write something about that too. You have made a career for her. She's uh-huh. getting bad. She's getting she's better and better, you guys. Yep. She's really angry at me and Katie for backing you up. Yes. Leave us a five dollar, a five star review, ma'am, and we will read all your rant. Yeah, leave us one too. And hey, you know it. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, they're women and they didn't even have your back, lady. Sorry. You gotta do something about it. Boobs yes. uh, don't always stick together. I say, <laughs> yeah, I prefer my boobs to be a little bit separate. Yes. Yes. Just didn't separate. Yeah, yes. they don't have to totally be like on not speaking terms, but you know, they don't need to be all smushed up. They should look in the same direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No lazy eye boobs. Going up a little bit. Yeah. Lean up a little bit. That's that's fine too. Perky boobs. Um. Now, of course, uh, this is long, another long intro, but this is the Blackout Tips podcast, and um, you can find us all kinds of places by going to theblackouttips.com. Yes. And when you're there, you can do all kinds of neat things, such as vote in the polls that we have after each episode. Mm-hmm. Um. You can leave comments on the polls too when you vote. Uh, which we always, you know, it's pretty neat when people do that. You know, yeah, let you us know what you think about the, the topic. Um, you can always uh, donate to the show there. You can do recurring donations if you'd like to do that. Um, you can always go to our store, buy all kinds of neat stuff. Do you guys Somebody- have songs in your store? Because I requested that. Cell phones? No, songs. Oh, yes, yes, we do. As soon as you submitted that, we immediately got some I was actually shocked it was able to be in there, and we have boy shorts. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Only thing we don't have is adult toys. We had that request, but they do not have a contract with Adam and Eve. I'm so sorry, Chill. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll work on that. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, you can wear thongs and all kinds of stuff and get sexy with us. Um, of course, you can go to iTunes Mm -hmm. uh, when you're there. Five-star reviews. We read those. Mm-hmm. It's the only ones we read. So four star reviews. We do not nah. read those. If you want to rant, tell us you don't like the show. Tell us to tell me my mama's breath stank. We will read them. 
<laughs> it's only one, but if it's only one star, because you you hate the show and you're a feminist and you don't like the pictures of boobs, we guess what? Not. We'll never see it. We will nope. never see it. Um, we ignore those. So the other thing, of course, you can go to Facebook and join our group. We're like twenty-two eighty something right yeah. now, which is cool. People liking the show. Thank you, guys. Um, and on Stitcher Radio, you can stream the show straight to your phone uh, without downloading anything, and just Woo-hoo. favorite us on Stitcher Radio. I um, even use Stitcher for us, so that tells you a lot. Um, and of course, you can go to the Black Eye Tips. Uh, Oh, you can email us at theblackhourtips at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, you can call the show live, 704-557-0186, and talk to us um, on Saturday mornings when we do our live feedback show. Yes, you can. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is one of my favorite types of podcasts. It is sponsored. Woohoo! Wow. Uh, yes. Yes, we making money. Only the sponsor kind are the ones that I love. That's you know? right. The rest of them are free. And the rest like, of them, oh, they're all right. They okay. Yeah. But we ain't making no income. You know, people be like, that was the funniest one you ever did. I was like, but it was for free. That's right. That just hurts even more. I gave it away, you know. <laughs> um, but today's podcast is brought to you by uh, the Blackout Tips page Uh-oh. at ShadowDogProductions.com. That's right, Karen. We've done enough audio plays with Shadow Dog Productions. We're getting our own page. Wow. We got a page? Yes, that's right. All right, thank you, Dexter. Uh, Rod and Karen, that is me and Karen right here. That's uh, right. Have participated in three audio plays already. Yes, we have. That are available for sale with more coming. Yes. So, Shadow Dog Productions gathered them all together in one place. And you can also find the uh, bios for each of the people that were in the audio plays with us. Yes, great links, people. Yeah, links to like the IMDB pages and things yes. like that. Which we get one too, dog. Yeah, well, yeah, we will. When uh, Dirt Cheat Therapy comes out, we'll actually get a movie credit, which yes. is crazy as hell to me. Woo-hoo! Wow. Yes. And I will look myself up just like I Google myself. Yeah. Yes, I am narcissistic, gonna... and I don't give a damn. I think I'm going to be the only person who Googles that. Yes, I will Google that. I'll Google it, too. All my family members. No. I'm just going to save it on my phone. Yes. Like, is Shadow Dog Productions on Twitter? Yes, yes. Uh, they're at Shadow Dog Prod P R O D. His name is Dexter, and he's a writer and filmmaker and director and all this, all this great stuff. Yeah, and he's great a cool audio guy. plays. Um, a really nice person. Um, I told him on Twitter um, from just our interactions with each other and talking to him, and maybe this is with all writers. I think he sees every person as a collection of stories. Yes. I, do, I do. I see that. I make up anything I see, any person. I make up a whole backstory for them. I don't care if they're just like pushing the shopping cart. I got a whole family for them. Everything. And then when you see them, you tell them the story. Like, hey, I thought you were an Indian, <laughs> kidnapped and taken to America. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out you just an angry feminist together. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's all that matters is you talking about the IMDb page. I can see me now showing my family members, especially my mama, and most of my family go, what the hell is an IMDb page? They treat me like a little puppy. They would tap me on the head and go, baby, that's good. Um, <laughs> now, of course, the other actors, some of them have been guests on our show. Yes. Um, and he has photos with their links and, and more stuff about them, too. Um, so you can go to shadowdollproductions.com slash TBGWT, which is the hashtag that people Twitter. use for us on Twitter, 
um dot html and check it out i have a link to it on our page obviously yeah uh, for people to go check out when the show is up um because uh you should go check that shit out because it's us yes um, we have so much fun doing audio plays guys so i got some random thoughts of course let's do this things then. happened this week yes a lot of things you know first thing i gotta say though shout out to turkey they got a 7.2 earthquake uh, uh today turkey. can you believe it my god wow Yes, like, and nobody was talking about that shit. Oh, I didn't even like, I just, know. I went on Twitter where they people mindlessly chat about everything all day, and I don't think one person mentioned that shit. I think I was the only person that was like, hey, did anybody notice? It's, it's, it's a Sunday. Sunday. It's just amazing. It's a Sunday. Yes. They've had a lot of these things in the past couple of years. I think people are just fatigued. Maybe. Maybe. And earthquake fatigue? Yeah, it's, earthquake. it's, it's, disaster. <laughs> it's disaster fatigue. People don't. Remember Haiti? Nobody's talking about that anymore, you know? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and we Jeff had our me. little one here on the whole, you know, East Coast. Yeah. I was in the Bronx when that happened. I was at KLF getting a, uh, you know, buy one, get one free. Nobody cared. So. <laughs> I thought I was having a stroke. I was at my desk. <laughs> like, I. It's here. Nothing's you know? wrong. It's here. <laughs> no, finally, I've lived my life too hard. <laughs> I knew it was coming one day. Um. But, yeah, man, so, you know, definitely uh, send thoughts out to them, man. Praise praise Tim Tebow. Hopefully they will be able to get over that. Um, so, uh, and also, I do have to give, uh, because I know you guys are all follow sports and stuff, but I do have to tell all my fellow Tebowites. Mm-hmm. He was able to get that win today. He did. And, and he celebrated. Started. We celebrated yeah. on Twitter. Anybody following me knows that I was uh, very adamant that he was going to win. Yes. Because, you know, you, Tebow will overcome. There's yes, nothing you will. can put in front of him that he can't conquer. I, I hate to say it, but what sport is this? This is the NFL. This is football. Okay. The man's name is Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. And I'm happy to inform you and spread the good word yes. of Tebow. Yes. Um, I'll check Tebow. him out. Jesus, as we call him, yes. yes, because people love him so much, and they love him just like Jesus. And they have been <laughs> protesting in Denver. They have had had big ass signs on the side of the road requesting that John Fox let him play. Yes, and finally he got to play, so everybody was happy. And this is has been in jail or something. No, no not no, yet. No, okay. not Evo. You can't. No, been on you can't. Jail. No man can imprison Evo. You know that now, but <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Well, he said he'll just come back three days later and ascend straight to heaven. So. <laughs> he, he, he can break out. Can't no chains hold him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't hold him. Oh, don't get me started testifying on Jesus. Mm. <laughs> He's just been so good to me. And today, when he led that comeback in the fourth quarter down eight points, not only did he get a touchdown, he got a two-point conversion. Yes. Which I foresaw. I gave y'all prophecy wow. weeks ago when he was the third-string quarterback. I said he will... Uh, succeed. He will get. He will get that victory. And on top of that, for those of you T-boys out there, if you got him, he led. He led Denver with 28 fantasy football points. Yeah. Oh, it, yes. Because he's just a given person like that. Yes. You know they say the meat shell inherit. And I saw him because he didn't. Because some people were like, "Well, did he go out and win the game and throw the game winning touchdown?" No, no, no. no. See, the meek <laughs> inherit the earth. Okay. okay. It's not for him to do that. What a lot of people don't know is the man who hit the game-winning field goal actually tore his MCL in the first half of the game. He missed two field goals before that. Oh. But Tim Tebow laid hands on that man. <laughs> and, him, and afterwards, there was enough loaves and fish for everybody in the stadium. 
Well, yes. they were playing the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> water turned them wine. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphin feet and sushi pao. Yeah, water turned them all liquor and everybody was yes. good. Turn that Gatorade in the wine. Touch that man on his leg. That man hit the field goal and got all the glory. When they showed Tebow, what was he doing? Leading his teammates in the on the sideline <laughs> in prayer. <laughs> I took that picture off my TV and put it on my phone. Wow. Because that's the example that we need today. Yes. So just, he should um, run for office. He should. He will win. You gotta when he's old, when after he's done giving to the people in his career on football, maybe he should go and run for office. You know, run for president. He yeah. can win that shit. Yes, they, they put it like this: enough people will vote for him. I promise you. Mm. They mm-hmm. love themselves and Tim Tebow. Wow. Well, I just I'm just glad we were able to give him all the glory today. That's all. So <laughs> praise, praise be to Jesus. I'd, praise him. I'd hate to be his younger brother. Like everybody likes. <laughs> oh, no, that would suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, you know, everybody can't be, you know. I mean, it's hard to be the the the, the sibling of the Lord, you know. But what can you do? What can you do? Um, but yeah, so I, you know, all my people out there that probably were waiting for that segment, I wasn't even going to talk about it today, but I had to. We had to. He didn't you know, give us a I had to testify. The spirit filled me. Um, all right. So Gaddafi was killed. Oh God, yeah. Momar, fascist dictator, dead. Yep. Yes. Found in a hole, yes, but, but, which but, is becoming a trend. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> but one thing I can say about him before he, they, before he left office, he had some of the finest women around him, and then women would whoop your ass. Well, they were well, and he also had some great concerts. I heard that Jay Z and a bunch of other hip hop people a couple of years ago gave him a pretty nice concert. So you know, yeah, he's got tons of money. Mm-hmm. Add tons of money. Yeah, that money's gone now. But um. <laughs> It's not that that it's not that those women were necessarily the badass like oh, the bodyguards. Well, yeah, I, yeah. What I think is that like when you own the paper, yes. you get well, to tell people what your bodyguards can do. Yeah. So it's like all of them are virgins that can kill a man with one touch, and they all <laughs> why not? And they also have like retractable claws, like Wolverine. What not? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, and that's true. He was a Bond villain. That's true. He's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be around. Sweaty balls all day. I like women. That's what I'm yeah. surrounded around. Did you see the pictures of him when he was younger? No. no. He didn't look bad. He he could have done something else with his life. He could have modeled. Well, he did get all that plastic surgery too. Like I don't know what that was about. He looked rough towards the end. He had that nappy looking fro and beard action going on with that nappy, you know, headpiece. It was terrible. Didn't they have jokes about him loving Condoleezza Rice? Yeah, <laughs> he had he the Condoleezza Rice, and that is fucked up. No, he no, no, no. Truth be told, he likes sisters. It was a private, you know, subject matter that he did want his people to know. But it wasn't just Condoleezza Rice. It was like all kinds of sisters. That's okay, but just Condoleezza just Rice Condoleezza. is messed up. Yeah, I heard it was just hard to leave. I already was stalking that ass. No, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know he's probably calling Connie and stuff. You know, hanging up. She seemed like the yeah. driest black woman on the face of the earth. When I saw a special on her, it was like on CNN or something playing the piano. No piano. Oh, I saw that too. It what was scary. She you did. almost have to be though to be Republican. Yeah, like, you can't be too sassy. Like Herman Cain is. The reason I, I love the idea of Herman Cain is because I didn't think it was possible. Me either. <laughs> he, got, he has old. too much personality. He is like, someone said he's like your old southern uncle who's bootstrapping all the way. 
<laughs> don't care about anybody else. That's These six girls are out here. It's their own fault. You hold yourself back. Look at me. I was Godfather Pizza. You know. <laughs> I love it, but I mean, I love it because I just don't think it can exist in this world. If you know what, black people can do anything, and Herman Cain and Obama are a testament to that. Yeah, yes, good yes. for good and bad. Yeah, I mean, I am the only reason why I like Kane is because I'm like, yeah, you know, every kind of black person needs to be out there, not just the ones you like or are comfortable with. It's everybody because black people are nuts. Yes, like and we're not monolith. No, you no. Know? Yes, all kinds of shades of black. There's yes. the crazy Herman Cain black, and then there's the sensible articulate black. Like, yeah. yes. And and both. People, yes. white people are loving Herman Cain. They did some polls and he was like doing well in the Midwest. <laughs> it's the Midwest, Jaquetta. That's, that's, but, but that's can a you imagine? Type of I imagine there's some old ass. There's some old white people out there who was like, you know what? I don't really like niggers that much. But if Herman Cain wanted to marry my daughter, I'd say, well, all right. Right, yeah. <laughs> and like, that's a different level of white. That's like the whitest you can get. Yeah. You know? So I appreciate. Them showing him some love now. They crazy. That, yeah. Now are they crazy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're type of crazy. Yes. But you know, I wouldn't hang out with any of those people. No. The, no. the ones that voted for him or Herman Cain. But <laughs> yes. I would. I, I do enjoy the fact that they yes. all exist. And I don't know why, but it's hard for people to embrace it. Black people are like a bag of skittles. We come in all colors, shapes, and sizes. Yeah. And so you know, you got to represent the crazies. You got to represent the the civilized, and you got to represent the ghetto. We all mix yeah, up that just bag like of skittles. skittles uh, taste the rainbow. Exactly. So that should be yeah, that's that's Herman Cain's platform. Is taste the rainbow nine nine nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesse Jackson. See, when he started the Rainbow Coalition, he should have started it with Taste the Rainbow yeah. Coalition, and then everybody would be like, "Oh, oh, I see what I you did there." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now the thing with this Gaddafi news that's weird to me is like, it's the second he died. Um. Every article was like, "We can set up a democracy here." Really? Like that? Every, like, oh like, my yeah, god! Like, hey, what is it? Tuesday? I think we can get this thing up and going by the weekend. Let's roll. So that's how democracy works. Democracy is out of the box. It's kind of like, you know, hamburger helper. Just bam. Yeah. Is it yeah, like, almost like screw your hundreds of thousands of years <laughs> of history that you have. You know, screw y'all traditions. We're going to come in. We're going to do it our way. Yep. It is the like most work. American way to run shit. It's almost yes. like we just send the ghost of John Wayne there and go, what are you, a uh, Muslim? <laughs> uh, close <laughs> enough. Let's uh, do set up a democracy and uh, get this thing moving over here. Yes. Uh, what are you guys, what are y'all running? Some sort of uh, some sort of socialist uh, economy? Yeah, let's, let's do the free market. And then what, y'all women are not free? Guess what? Bam, they're free. Thank you. <laughs> right. Next. Let's uh, get the burgers off, get some jeans on here, lady. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yes, you're free now. You you can drive and you can vote. You can do everything. Yeah. Well, I, I really, but I really found those articles to be funny. And um, the thing that I, I realized what, what I blame for this is video games. What? Yeah. They went over there. They were like, all your Muslim base are belong to us. <laughs> oh, oh. Nerds will get that. We'll get so much enjoyment out of that. Uh, but um, yes, I, well, what I imagine is just like you know how video games. Ever since like Mario Brothers, you know, even ever since Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. you beat up the big bad guy, and then that's like the end of the game. Yeah. Well, Donkey Kong is hard oh. though. But anyway, right? There's no like second tier of the game where you have to rebuild. Yeah, there's no like ah, ah. you don't finish Call of Duty and then rebuild Russia. 
you know, you just kill that Russian guy. It's and you go, all right, back to America. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was causing all the problems. And that that's does. it. No you know, like your exterminators or something. Like, hey, don't live in the house for two weeks and then just come back. <laughs> you know, and then other countries wonder why they think Americans are assholes. No, other countries don't worry wonder that. No, Republicans wonder that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but everybody else knows. Everybody, yeah, everybody else yes, is like, they don't like us. No, the is like, why not? Why wouldn't they like? We're the way. Yes, because, because <laughs> in general, Americans come out as um, chauvinists because we're the only people who says, "All right, London, England, we're gonna make you love NFL football." Right. Okay, you 1,500 miles away. I don't know how far it is, but shit, you're far away from America. You know, that is entirely American to not know how far they are away also. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is. <laughs> you know, it's like a couple hundred miles away, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you? <laughs> like down <laughs> South, South Carolina yeah. or something? <laughs> London over there. But to me, we take our American football and try to force them to like football, but yet we get, put, we get pissed when people try to force soccer on us. Right. And I mean, you know what we I'm won't saying? like soccer just for spite. We'll never soccer like soccer. Soccer is just for rich white people here. Okay. It is a culture thing. For the yeah. people that are too small to play football in the fall. Yeah. That's yeah. rich white people. Yeah, you know, soccer is like the ultimate white flight sport in America. <laughs> but in everywhere else in the world, it's it like, is the unifying. You know, yeah, because you know, they like make soccer, soccer ball in Africa out of just like determination and some trash. Yes. yes. And like in every other country. Go ahead, guys. In every in every other country in the world outside of the United States, football is the number one sport, and they love it. I believe it's football. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Uh, it's a short foot. Yeah, they don't appreciate, they don't appreciate you know, our American not, football. Not, not football Americano, but regular, regular football. football. Yeah. I, took well, I saw when I was, at, I was in Mexico a couple weeks for vacation, it was hot as hell, and they were out there playing football, American football, in football gear. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? It's like 100 degrees out here. It's not that precious. It's yeah. so hot. We do it in the fall for a reason. Yep. <laughs> and the thing is, in America, like, the sports that are the biggest sports have the biggest, um, Ability to for people to move upwards financially. Yes, it's high risk, high reward. Where you know, and and people have made an industry out of going to get like kids in the fucking middle of the projects and kids like kids that weren't gonna be able to really do anything in that situation, but they were were six foot eight and could jump out the gym. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know what? We should give this guy a scholarship to a nice private school. Now he if he if he plays his cards right, he at least ends up with a really good private education. Maybe you know if he plays his cards right. Maybe put like this: if we renew that shit like a used car. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I'm actually talking about the high school level, not even like uh, like my cousin Anthony, who's in the NBA now. He, uh, you know, one of the, the starts of that was Charlotte Latin recruiting him in high school okay. and oh, getting wow. him to a private high school where they paid his scholarship and all that stuff. I don't think you get that um, with soccer ever. Like, no, yeah, yeah, no? yeah. No. and here you're not considered a superstar. No, yeah, in other countries you are. Right. So I think that's all, the economic, the economics of it are really what's uh, driving it. But you know, America's so different than everywhere else. Yes, it is. Um, now, the other reason now I, I, I was thinking about it too was like, um, in in the like press, the way it's being covered. Um, because our press, of course, is very, like, one side or the other. Everybody's so extreme these days. Yes, it is. I kind of think that, like, nobody wants to give Obama credit on the Republican side. It's almost like, 
a coincidence that this guy got killed. It's like, oh, and he got shot. Yeah, well, they're acting like he had nothing to do with it whatsoever. But you know, if there had been Bush up in there, and like he and Qaddafi had gotten like a hangnail, yeah. they would have been all over it. Give the brother some credit. This is two people dead. You know, this is two yeah. big terrorists that like, we did closely hunting. If you're some type of Muslim terrorist, Obama is killing you. Yes, watch He's out. Like he was killing like the number two and three guys, like. Bin Laden just got killed. They were like, the number two Al-Qaeda dude is dead, too. But at the yep. beginning, it's the same thing with women, too. You have to work twice as hard to get the same recognition, yeah. you know? Yeah. White guy. But and Obama, at the beginning, was trying to be like, I'm going to make a bridge to the Muslim world to walk over there and tell them to watch out. Because yes. <laughs> he is putting a hurt, a beat down over there. And, 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 and according to the Republican Party, he is killing his own people. Oh. Well, this is the <laughs> They should like that, though. Oh, my God. But this is the weakest... Even with Herman Cain. And, <laughs> and also, according to Republicans, this is the weakest that, we, uh, that we've ever been. America's so weak. Yes. The terrorists can't wait to attack us. We just yep. got two people. We're about to pull out Iraq. That's not weak to me. That yeah, seems all right. And that that didn't make bigger news. We're ending the war in, like, two months. And nobody's nobody talking about Nobody that. cares because Obama hey. needs to show his birth certificate. You know they're asking for it again, apparently. Perry brought that up. It's like, it's too late. Everybody already did that, y'all. Yeah, y'all are late. Y'all didn't get some mm-hmm. They already did that racist shit. Come up now, with that in, in the, in the, um, in the, uh, I guess, to be mindful of fairness. Okay. The Democrats are acting like that motherfucker flew over there and shot that motherfucker himself. <laughs> God damn. He did. No, he did. Like, Obama like, can do it all. Yeah, they act all like people think they elected Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a spaceship in the back, yes. <laughs> Will Smith, not just from iRobot, and not just from I Am Legend, but also from Men in Black and Independence yeah. Day, all wrapped yeah. into one. They expect Obama combined, yes. Yeah, they expect Obama when he's done to just put on a cape and fly off. It's amazing. Like, I just, I just, I don't know. I've been looking at the coverage and just laughing because, like, we had, like, the big thing for us in this, uh, quote unquote war was that we were able to be like, um, we don't want to lead the fight necessarily. It's our fight. Yeah, like, even though it's us that started, you know, that want this motherfucker dead, we don't, we want some help because apparently we're killing a lot of people all over the world. And and that's bad. Yeah, we got to yes. slow down, so yes, we called our boys over, and we were like, hey, can y'all help us out? And everybody was like, yeah, I guess we do. You know, we owe you that We'll much. give you, like, here we are, like, a small, we'll give you, like, 50 people. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah we, got, we got this police academy type group. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new, fresh graduates. You can have them. We're not sending our good people. Right. <laughs> so they sent over, like, uh, Mahoney and the boys. And a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then beatbox and make weird noises with their mouth. And that's how he got shot. They did some shit. What is that? What 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 is going on? Yeah, they he made a couple sound effects and then uh, Gaddafi came out of his cave to see what was happening. Yes, it's like a police siren and somebody doing the robot. What's going on? That makes no sense down in this hole. Um, So anyway, yes. (laughs) So anyway, we beat the main boss. Game over. Everybody come home. Um. The other thing, man, I, the other day, I was in my kitchen, and if if you're one of those Peter Animal Right people or whatever, you might not want to listen to this next part, Uh-oh. but um, Did you I walked to the bunny or something? No, of course not. <laughs> I would never do that to... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if bunnies taste that good. <laughs> I, I never had them. 
Going to some of my family they members, probably they don't taste taste like good. chicken. Don't ever pick a rabbit up by the ears because they scream. I learned that as a child. I had a oh. rabbit. Anyway. Yeah, I, don't think I, would, I don't think I would eat a rabbit because uh, Bugs Bunny. When I was, I love him, and and now it's too late to go eat him. Um, <laughs> but um, so I went in there and there was a slug oh. on, on the kitchen floor. Oh, oh. how he get in there? First, that was my first thought was. How the fuck did he get in here? Yes, these are the questions that I had. So, uh, so hold on, hold on. Live in an apartment, right? Yes. So he crawled up the stairs. I guess so. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh my god! The door. Do you have a pond in your apartment? <laughs> no. <laughs> Even though the kitchen does get messy from time to time, it's never been slug messy. No. You know, it, it's we just cleaned slug. it. Yes. It's just a slug just chilling, just. Chilling and it wasn't a huge slug. It was kind of small. I can. I, does it come up the drain? I don't know. No. I, it, I had don't. A, it had to have crawled onto your shoe outside. I, that's how. On the side of the shoe, it just rode his way up. That yeah. sounds pretty ingenious. I feel like I hope that you guys had some salt or some old day or something for him. Well, that was that was the thing I was thinking. Why would God make a slug's weakness salt? <laughs> that, that is the worst weakness of all time, man. Because I love salt, and who doesn't? Doesn't it seem unusually cruel? I mean, there's so much salt in the world. <laughs> there's so because uh, there's no salt in your kitchen, apparently. Oh well, there was, and I found it, and I salted his ass. Well, for a while, I salted him. And what, it wasn't time he, he Was he like, no? Or like, what happened? I imagine if I was small enough, I could have heard it, you know, but he's like, he was definitely wiggling around. Oh, well, you better than me, because I know this, but I know my ass. I'd have grabbed the radio, but like, shh, shh. Yeah, well, that, was, that was what I thought. Like, that was, that was my... Top went even across my mouth. How that big was, was it? I would say, like, maybe an inch to an inch and a half. Right. Okay, that, that's some kind of, that's a feat or something. Like, that's too big to be cute. Salted. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, so I salted his ass, right? And then um, I was thinking, but my thought process was like, let me go grab the salt. And, and I salted him. And then I was like, why the fuck didn't I grab the raid? Like, that would have been a much more humane death. But then the other evil part of me was like, the fuck you doing in my house, son? And I wrapped him up in a paper towel, threw him in the trash, surrounded by salt. And I was like, take that and die slow and tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, the your house, my house rule, right? You can do whatever, you can kill whatever you want if it's in your in your house. Yeah, it is. When I lived over in the South Bronx, we had a mouse problem, and I used to catch the mice, and they would be on the trap. But I couldn't. I would just throw them in a bucket of water, and be like, "You will have to swim, drown. I don't have time." <laughs> and I was sorry, Peter, but it was like in my. I'm, I was paying to live there, and you're not. So, and see, for me, I have bug rules. And I, I need to go ahead and send all the animals and the bugs out their memos, but I ain't got to everybody yet. To let them know that if you come into these premises, you will die. I will shoot you with rain. I will drown you. I will wash you down the drain. I will flush you down the toilet. I stay out of your living room. You stay out of mine, and we will be just fine. Exactly. I'm not down for that. I don't, I don't care. You know? I had a mouse in my apartment not too long ago, and I was wearing boots. I put down the glue traps. Uh, the thing got stuck on one of the glue traps, and I had to call um, Pedro, the super, to come and get it because I, I could not even touch it. And it was screaming, you guys. It was oh. screaming and squealing. Yeah, they never tell you in the water like I did. They drown. They don't make so much noise. 
They never tell you about the screams and how they'll haunt your nightmares forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never tell you about that no. part of the war. And and I know some people out there listening are, you know, slug sympathizers and they're like, I'm not. Right, why would you kill the slug? A slug is harmless. He should have been in here. And I would tell them that so is salt. <laughs> so technically it just evens itself out. <laughs> but, um, anyway. Um, oh, do you think he tastes better to first uh, now? You know, you saw them. You yeah. are the birds in the French would thank me, you know. Ah, but um, so I, I've, I've been cooking lately, and uh, one thing I've been using a lot is olive oil. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like grease and stuff, like some people use, I yeah. put a little olive oil in there, like sauteed vegetables and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Sometimes it's better, you know. And yeah, a lot of people say it's better. It's better for you and all that stuff. Um. But I went to go buy some olive oil, and I realized on the side it, it says extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, E V O O. Yeah. Y'all know what that means? It's pressed twice, right? Yeah, it's just a yeah. different way that they process it and uh, purify it. And they can yeah. charge you like a couple dollars more for saying that for extra. Yes, and its uh, burning point is higher. Yeah. Like it, it, uh, if you crank it up. Uh, cheaper oils they burn at a lower heat which mm-hmm. means you you burn your food quicker but it's it's burning level is higher so you uh, turn it up higher before you fry your food so the more, right. you know what the more you know because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like because it was like seven or eight dollars that's why they yep. charge you and i was like where is the dirty dirty whore uh, <laughs> <burnt> <laughs> olive oil <laughs> i need olive oil to slip. twice olive oil yeah <laughs> like i need some olive oil that slipped around a little bit knows a way around the block you know <laughs> i need i don't know i need I don't think I have expensive enough eating taste to eat and fucking eight dollars for olive oil. And man. that's the cheap kind. Olive oil, extra yeah. olive oil could be like twenty something. It can get bottle. really. I went to, uh, a to a, a supermarket, like a high end supermarket, and it could go. You're right. It could be like thirty bucks, and mm-hmm. you have no idea why. Ew. Yeah, that was the kind I didn't get because some of them were in wine bottles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, some of the flavored ones are, are really nice, but yeah, they do charge you a lot more for those. They charge you quite a bit. Yeah. Like I don't think my I don't think my 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 bottle of olive oil should have a cork. You know, <laughs> seems, seems excessive. <laughs> I don't drink anything with else with a cork that doesn't have alcohol in it. Right, and have a waiter that pops it for you and lets you yeah. smell the cork and taste it. Yeah. And use it. I'm cooking for myself. It's not a nice night on the town. <laughs> um, all right. So this other dude, um, uh, we didn't talk about this last week, but last Sunday, because uh, I, I wanted to wait because I know people might feel some kind of way about it, but uh, an a, a IndyCar racer died. In yeah, a car. I yeah. heard about that. But you know what? That's It's a dangerous sport. Yeah. Like when I heard about that, I thought about it like when I heard that Steve Irwin died. Yeah. The, yeah. The guy who fucks with yeah. animals. I remember, yeah, you yeah. guys talked about it. And there was also another guy you guys talked about that was on Jackass or something. He got fucked up and yeah. in the car, too. Oh, he yeah. like drinking. He tried his face off and got in a car accident. Oh, hold on, Katie. You, you broke up a little bit because um, your connections. Say that again. No, I'm just saying the guy from Jackass, he just drank his face off and then got into a car accident. And that's how he did it. So. Yeah. Yep. And the thing is, I mean, these people live dangerous, risky lifestyles. Yeah. I can't feel but so bad for them when something like that happens. And, you know, it's not. somebody was like, well, it's a tragedy for his family and his children and stuff. But, like, he still chose to do that. Yeah. You know, like, I hope he like, had insurance. That's all. And can you right. call car racing a sport if they're not really 
But I'm with you on that, Katie. Uh, it's really about the car. Like, I feel yeah. like it could be like when you're a little kid and you have that racetrack and you just work in the joystick kind of thing. It just goes around. Sometimes it flies off. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm torn over that because I mean I don't watch racing. All right, I'll be honest. It's just boring. It's no, boring it's terrible. Shit. Like it's yeah. something about the fact that everything's going that fast that makes it just as bad as everything going that slow. Like and if they had like a pacer out there or something. Yeah, like if they had old ladies, they had to drive around. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that would just I, it would do it for me. I'd be like, holy shit, that old lady almost got cleaned that time. <laughs> you better watch out. Why does she still have her blinker on? <laughs>
therefore you know he is quote unquote winning mm-hmm. you know just cause hey she looks nice I don't they're dating it's not like a marriage they're not mm-hmm. engaged nope. she looks she's a pretty woman to date mm-hmm. the end that's all I'll say yep. and we had a big controversy on Twitter and uh, you know one of the people that were was on our podcast last Sunday when we talked about uh, she's a sports blogger and we talked about sexism and sports media coverage and things like that she was even on uh, on the other side like no that is she is terrible she has slept with too many athletes and all this stuff. And I was like, wow. Well, what else can she do? Yeah, there's a point where you have to think about your future. Yeah. You have to hook up with somebody who has a paycheck, like a pro you know, footballer. You have to. And yeah. who else is going to date a failed pop star? Right. And consecutive, consecutive dudes with big paychecks, that is, to me, that's a good streak. Yeah, you're doing well. She's so just got to keep that body looking good. She's yeah, got to keep injecting whatever keep in her face. Trim, keep those ends tight and touched up. She does. Keep doing that yoga and Pilates. Yes. And hopefully somebody will knock you up. Yeah, keep doing those Kegels, lady. Yeah, you can get 18% of whatever Ah. their salary is. This is why I go to you ladies. (laughs) Are my the foremost authorities on gold digging? Yeah. (laughs) If you're going to do it, do it right. Don't have ass. That's what I'm saying. If that is what you're trying to do, she's doing it right. They're people, you know what? Haters. That's all I have to say. You know, the sluttiest girls in high school used to make fun of them, right? But they were getting their skills early. Yeah. They were learning the art of the BJ. They were yeah. learning really quick. <laughs> how to do how to do a quick uh, hand job in a Maserati. It's nothing to sniff yeah. at. Their, their techniques were flawless. Yeah. The, art, the art of the BJ. That's the funniest thing I've heard today. <laughs> really? You know, because they're the ones that are snagging all the guys who take in the big paychecks. They yeah. get, they're the ones. You're right. They started it's the worst. You get alimony, or if you have a kid, eighteen percent. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, they work their way up. Yeah, you know, or down. Like all, all great artists start young. Yeah. You know, how many people are like, I'm a comedian now, but I didn't want to know I wanted to be a comedian until I was 28, and I had to quit my job, but if I would have started at 16 like Chris Rock, who knows where the fuck I would be. Yeah, there's nothing worse than hoeing your way to the middle. You need to aim high. That's right. So you go ho, ho, good, ho, ho to the top. So it made me think about the fact that um, I think women, in particular, are subject to like vaginal credit scores. (laughs) 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 It's it's only women. It's like because nobody in this entire time that we talked about it, no one has ever asked me. Well, how many people has Cam Newton slept with? Nobody well, gives a fuck. No, no, George Clooney has been dating the same model of woman off the assembly line for twenty <laughs> years, and that's and I think that's for me personally. That's one thing that really, really irritates me: the double standard. Like that's something that really, really pisses me off. You know, because it's like they want. Uh, I think we talked about this before. They want a woman that's a virgin but knows what she's doing. Yeah, and that's unrealistic. There's no such thing. You can't have that. That just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. They're looking for, like, sexual savants. Yes. No, like, they don't, she didn't even, I've never touched a dick before, but, oh, something just took over. I just know what I was doing (laughs) right away. It's just born with it. Oh, yeah, some people have a gift, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And then (laughs) I look on the back of their neck, they just have a picture of a pair of balls back there. You know that's the woman you need to be with. Like, it's the first mark. (laughs) <laughs> she is the one that's yeah. right and the thing is that you don't even put the same you put higher standards people in general men and women put higher standard on women than they do for themselves and that's stupid yeah well I thought it was weird cause like 
if if we have sexual credit scores, that means women are the black people of the world. Yeah. It means John Lennon was right. We're not going to get alone. But you know what else I don't like? You know, Karen, I the type of woman that I don't like are the ones that were the whores and then suddenly once they get married then they're suddenly virtuous the reformed yes. prostitute syndrome yeah. yes. I've seen those Facebook yes. pages and, and they turn those up and they act like anybody that has premarital sex is the worst thing ever yeah. well honey you are you used to be in the whole club yeah. <laughs> Car has not been you, you. You were double decking it, and now you know yes. you're married. No you had, yeah, you had the two guys in the bedroom that night at the party and walked out, and now yes, yes, and and and, and you two uh, experimented with girls or, or and, and young ladies, but you you may or may not do that, and you still met your husband, just don't know, but yes. yet you have a tendency to judge other people. Right. Man, exactly. this segment did not look. I. What else do, would they possibly have been into? <laughs> They're like, I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> yes, they don't have to yeah, no, nothing such as a guy either as being the uh, the last dick in the door. You know, like that right when right when it gets the capacity. Nothing sucks worse than that chick that's like, yeah, there was a time where I would have sucked your dick right away. I used to be crazy. Yeah, yes. you know, yes. I I used to didn't even care. I'd fuck a guy just for saying hello. It's her date. No, I mean, I don't know why. I appreciate you taking me to Ruth's Chris. So I appreciate this. I'd fucking do for a McDonald's 99 cent menu, but not anymore. Yes, yes. I could eat a Whopper and some fries and take my feet and give you the best blowjob with my feet that you've ever had. Yeah. Now I just nothing. I'm just going to look at you nicely over my Subway six inch vegetarian delight. Yeah, yeah. now I'm having, now I'm sucking dick for Jesus. No more you get married. Yes. yes. And you know, you could say, I used to not even be concerned about sweating out my perm. I would call the beautician and tell her, you know what, Tyrone's sweating out my perm. I see you tomorrow. But now, I gotta be cute. I gotta yep. be cute. Yeah. yeah. Now, the other thing I want to bring up, this is the last thing before we do our articles. Um, I, I know Karen has seen it, but have you guys ever watched the show, uh, Maury? Maury, 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 Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I'm from the south, so I probably know on a first name basis. Like yeah. Maury, you know, yeah. we Maury, wow, we hang out, you know. Yeah, I, I thought of Maury, that's funny. Whenever I get my car uh, repaired, I see him in the lobby of many repair shops. Um yeah. But uh, I was like, Maury has this one staple of well, he has about three types of shows. He has the uh, you're lying show like you're cheating on me you gotta take a lot of texas yes and then he has the uh are you the father those are my favorite shows, shows yeah. which has become like his 80 percent of his show that's right i love like, he found that gold mine and was like "Ooh, the ignorant gold mine yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have found, yes. I have found the ignorant yes. narnia yes everybody but like everybody no matter how high your intelligence is will look this way Right, so um, and, I, and I'm sure there's another show that I can't remember, like my kids' bad or something. But um, <laughs> I, was like, I, <laughs> I was thinking what they need to do, um, and maybe he's already thought of this, which would be ingenious if he stays on the air long enough. He needs to do some follow-up shows with the children that were babies that oh, were trying to find their fathers doing that when time. those children grow up old enough to be on TV because I would like to I, I mean I'm assuming we all believe those children are doomed by the time they bring on like the 12th guy of course that has had sex with their mom you know yes. what I mean oh no 
Like yeah. by the time she's like, Mari, I'm yeah. back for the eighth time, and I am one trillion percent sure that <laughs> this is the father. You're like, okay, whatever. We're about to check. What? You know? So, so like, I always wonder, like, if they, like, what happens to those kids? And I wonder if Mari's just saving all this for, like, in 2025, he's just going to release, like, he gonna come and back. cheer out the children, and let's bring back the family. Let's see how fucked up they are. Maybe they need to know who the father of their ch- child is, and the cycle will continue. You know what? I don't know if he's going to do that, but if he does, you know who will be watching it. Who? You! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. This is a good point. Yes, yeah. and, and I want him to do a montage of all the baby daddy dances. I would love oh, that is oh my god. god. I find that to be you just do so an hour or two hours of all the, the you are not the father dances. Mm. I, I will watch that shit. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, know how, how to watch that. I find that yeah, I find that uh, like you need to dance because of that. Because you know, one day it's gonna be you. You're not gonna be dancing. These are just people who are going out there slinging dick all over the place. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm being fair. Have the you are the father sizes too. Okay. But I, I, I like the, the you are not the baby dad, daddies because we seen one can't come in and he had a haircut. And the back of his haircut it said you are not the father. What? Oh, it has been classic. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh. They have tattoos. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, I think um, the most underrated part of the, uh, you know, the reveal, if you will, yes, um, is actually um, the most tragic, poignant moment of the show, and that's when the baby mother, in shock, just runs to the backstage and they tries all the doors. and tries to exit the studio <laughs> in embarrassment and shame. Where's she going? Nowhere. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's locked and chain. All kinds of staffers. No, they're not locked and chain. Everybody with a headset on the staff is standing in front of a door. Oh, oh yeah, she. They're just standing nowhere. there. They're not pushing you away. They're just you're you're crying. You're emotional. You can't find. You're just trying to find a quick way out. And they're just like standing there with the clipboard, like reading. They're like, like no, you ain't done. You're, you're get back there. Get back out there. We got twenty minutes. We're not on commercial break. Oh. <laughs> Shame I'm the pussy. Years. <laughs> and where do you think you're going? Yeah, and, and then Mari goes goes in the back, and he like consoles the person and assures them that they're gonna find the father. And what? you know, the, we, the iron, well, because yes. it's good TV. Yes. Oh come on! Well, here's my thing though. Why? Okay, you're already on Mori. You already don't know who the father of your kid is. Why all of a sudden are you embarrassed? <laughs> well you know like uh, it's like they say man the 14th charm is charm yeah. sometimes when you get that 14th rejection you know it just you gotta get your hopes up all over again it's, it's like playing the lottery or something you know they need to be having these shows when the woman is in her first trimester so there's a chance you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> it's so late it's, it's the second trimester and it's too late like at the beginning do that test and find out come on wasn't Maury credible at one point wasn't he a good journalist Considered uh, I don't know. I have been in some period. I don't. Time, but that's that's the thing. Long. I don't keep up with people until they become uh, ratchet. ratchet. <laughs> like once they become ratchet, I'm like, oh, you are on my radar, sir. Yeah. Is he still with Connie Chung? I doubt it. Connie uh, Chung. Did you see it when she re- when she went to her retirement? She did this weird uh, musical number on TV. She lost it, man. I saw that. Yeah, she was on a fucking piano yeah rolling around like, on the piano like yeah. she was uh in the fabulous baker boys it, it was shaking you know what? she was like no fuck it i'm yeah. you know what that was that was that like the same time where um all black people 
realized that uh Whitney Houston was actually the crackhead too. No. <laughs> was Bobby Brown. Like when that moment where you like, ooh, I think Whitney is on crack. For us for for us that, that Connie Chung moment too was also like Oh, so that's why you date more. Okay. Easy as a motherfucker. Yeah. Y'all both crazy. Jaquetta, were you telling me about, um, Maury Povich and Connie Chung? Somebody was their personal assistant and they, they would do what, these really wacky things. Is that you? I've heard that they're crazy. I don't know if it was me who told you that, but I mean, we, we have seen the proof is in the pudding, people. Come on. They're nuts. They don't know what's going on. No, like, they're like crazy, like, sex texts to each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, Nope. Oh. Do we lose you quite a bit? Yeah. No, I'm still here. Oh, uh, you lost okay. me for a second, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, we hear you now. We okay. But uh, they used to send crazy sex texts to each other. Something's sex- wrong with them. You've seen them both, and you've seen what they can do. That makes sense to me, though. Uh, like I said, once when she was acting crazy on that special, I was like, mm-hmm, yep. But why did they let her do that? Like, wasn't there at some person to, and, and that studio should have been like, just cut it, stop it. Just don't tell her we're not rolling. Just don't. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Somebody think, doesn't like her. I want to see, you know who I want to see have their show like that is like Kathy Lee Gifford. Yes, I want to see her go to, and I want to see the one that's with, um, who's that old guy and the young woman? She does the commercials. We just filmed it. And uh, Kelly Ripa. Yeah, I want to see Kelly Ripa throw up on TV because I know that's what she's doing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can you you can kind of see it come up sometimes, but she kind of swallows it. Yeah, she does, she does <laughs> eaten her solid food since the eighties. Oh, yes. Oh man. All right. So that's all my random thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you, yes. Now, uh, of course, we have some articles to do, and then we'll, we'll wrap up the show. All right, um, let's, let's do this, son. The first thing is uh, from a charming man. Oh, no. Decent man that we all respect and wish the best for. Is it Jason Bateman? Oh, Jason please. Bateman. <gasps> what? Were you my, kidding? My wife turned me into a decent human being. We love Jason Bateman. We have a segment on our show where we talk about him endlessly. Where's the article? What's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send it to you in right, right now. I told you I'm a fan of the show, man. I was up on it. You guys so, are all right. <laughs> apparently, um, Jason Bateman has credited his, credited his wife of 10 years with helping him turn his life around. Aww. Aww. That's Jeez. cute. They must have had a fight. <laughs> he's like I better do an interview yeah. he's gonna forgive me for this one and Jason uh, Bateman is a naughty boy who has turned into a man that's what he's saying he never did and I bet you he was one of these guys who has never done anything wrong in his life he probably thought an impure thought and that's it he ain't a bad boy he's not Robert Downey Jr. it's not front she caught him like she caught him like watching porn or yeah something. like a regular dude Right. Yeah. She's like, oh my god. And he was like, oh no, I feel so bad. She's like, actually, it's okay, Jason. Yeah. He was like, no. Yeah, go I'm ahead there. and watch that vanilla porn on Skinamax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've sinned in my heart. Yes. Um, what about the, how come the wife, you know, has to be the custodian of him developing as a human being? You know, it's like, it seems like the wife always has to say, oh, you know, don't do this or else yeah. I'll leave you. Come on. Put down that joint. <laughs> He's too. He's too modest to take uh, credit for changing his own life. You know, he's that decent of a human being. I think he has nothing. Like I've read, we get, we do him a piece on him every week. I get, I have a Google alert for him. He got nothing to say. Like he hasn't done anything really that interesting or salacious. So the article I'm looking at, it's like it's three paragraphs. You know what I mean? It's very small. 
he it says it says here the actor said that amanda made him realize that he needed to get serious about his career and stop partying so much i'm sure <laughs> he was probably he's probably one of those guys who was having like a rum and coke yeah, I was about to say, what was he drinking? Red wine? I mean, yeah. <laughs> some, some Prosecco? Yeah, you've never heard word one about him, you know, picking up like a car in the backseat of his car. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's like, like, for him, partying is like, oh, I watched the entire NFL game at the bar. And I had two and now I won't, Yeah, now I won't get home until 1130. And <laughs> my wife is going to kill me. That's yeah. uh, Meeting my wife, Amanda, was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Everybody has to say that. Rod, you said it. My husband said it. You got to say that. Yeah. I don't even say that because I mean it's assumed at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I just go. This is my wife. Blah blah blah. Yeah. She wasn't going to let me screw around my life anymore, so I stopped drinking and started behaving like a decent human being. Oh. Yeah. I do wonder if he by stop drinking does he mean like he's sober, or does he mean he just like slowed down? Yeah, he just, he went from regular Michelob to Michelob like. Yes. Yes. yes, he went from the wet wine to the dry wine. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I got very, very lucky when Arrested Development. <laughs> I think he has a clause where he has to mention Arrested Development well, he in has every to. interview. That's all he's got. That's like the best thing he's done. Yes, yeah. it's like someone. Hey, Jason, uh, your shoes are tied. What'd you say, Arrested Development? <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he didn't mention gay people because you know we always cover how he has to mention about people thinking he's gay. Almost his quotes come out of nowhere. He's yeah. like, "Oh, the gay community." It's like, and Arrested Development. That's yeah, <laughs> the gay people support Arrested <laughs> Development. Yeah. Yes, and he's like, hey, he's just uh, giving it back. He yep. says, um. He got very lucky when Arrested Development came along. That series saved my career, and it got me back my credibility I used to have when I was much younger. And before people gave up on me as a party guy in Hollywood, ain't nobody I, ever said he was a party guy. <laughs> he's wow. saying it. He's saying it. He has this alternate reality that he has in his head about what a party guy he was. Yes. What, what is a party guy? Turning over the table at Ryan's? That yeah. is not a party guy. Like, I I'm imagine Ryan. he was like up on a table one time with like a lampshade on his head. Yes. yes. <laughs> I picture him as like uh, Spuds McKenzie from that yeah. the beer campaign where they had the dog that just happened to be at every party. Yeah. Like, he's a party <laughs> guy. Yeah, part he's the wild and crazy guy. Um, now, in Hollywood, if you haven't been arrested with your pants down around your ankles and coke residue on you and an underage tie hooker, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I mean, that. that he's like that guy in the office that says, "My weekend was so wild, it could really make a great story." Yeah, and like, he's gonna no. kill. Like the only time that he's ever been arrested was arrested development. Exactly. That's the closest he's. That been. is the closest he has been yes. to arrest. Um. The couple had their first child, uh, Francesca, or Francesca, how you pronounce that, in 2006, and are currently expecting their second daughter. Yawn. <laughs> right. Well, he's just, he's wild and partying this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's probably like, my kids are the craziest kids. The other yes. day, crazy. they took a crayon and she colored outside the lines. Yeah. <laughs> I caught her eating glue. What a day. She's a rebel. That <laughs> we gotta watch her. Like her dad. Uh, and of course, the creator of Arrested Development recently confirmed that there will be a mini series of new episodes leading up to the release of a film based on the series. Now, in all fairness, I am a huge Arrested Development. I am too, but Rod, they've been how long have they been talking about this? Is going to come out? Uh, I think since the day they were canceled. Exactly. You know what? This isn't even Arrested Development. It's a new spinoff on Arrested Development. It's not even the show. What? Yeah. And this, oh, wow. Uh, and this one is just be called development. <laughs> <laughs> it developed. It better be good. 
You know, say that again. I would be disappointed if it's now. Not. The second thing I have, you know, uh, nerds aren't gonna like it either way. So. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, nerds hate everything. Um, the second thing I have too is uh, I wanted to find some advice, and I'm not as good at finding advice as you guys. So I just randomly found advice because every time I search for the black guy tips on Google to see who are talk- who's talking about us, I always get this. Hey, any tips for a white girl dating a black guy? Thing? Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So I was like, I, I, I have no answers for this lady, but maybe you guys can give some advice on advice. Um, and it's on Yahoo, uh, where they answers.yahoo.com. And the question is, any tips for a white girl dating a black guy? Okay. Like, like how to treat them, et cetera, questions. Because, you know, Uh-oh. let's not get human specific. Being? Let's not get specific. Let's just, et cetera. Yeah. I, what you do know. you eat them? <laughs> What do you feed them? Do how the do they, how do they do, as it were? <laughs> how often do you finish? Do you uh, change the water in their bowl? You know, <laughs> do, you, do you have to flip them over in bed? Do you have to change your diapers? I what what maintenance work do I need to do? Uh, it says I know you shouldn't throw yourself at them, and don't play games. But any more advice would be appreciated. Thanks so much, smiley face. Is that a smiley face? Because the smile is part. Okay, maybe it is. This is going the other way. Yeah. Well, she's a bit odd. Yeah. Danielle Marie Hart is in the heart. I mean, the left inside with the three next to it. Yeah, is an odd bird, you know. But she needs this advice. So, my favorite part of the Yahoo advice is that people vote ah, on what is the best, best advice. Yeah. Why? Why is that? <laughs> a like, anyone can give advice, but then collectively we as a society decide what is the best advice. Wow. So the best advice chosen by Asker, so I guess the person who asked the question decided that this was her best the best advice given to her. Okay. The best advice says, What is the difference? He's still a guy, right? Why is race such a huge factor? But I'm not even gonna do the just assume shit is spelled wrong. Yeah, and, and they don't know how to use an apostrophe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> question mark says, there's no question mark. There's no space. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Just, just go with it. Yeah, all right. So just be yourself and be careful. I'm a black guy, so I'm not racist. Really? Those things are mutually exclusive. Everyone knows that. You're either black or you're racist. Yeah. You, know. you can't be a black racist. No way. Ask Herman Cain. Yeah. He tells black people to get off the plantation every day. And he's not. He's black, so he's not racist. Mm-hmm. So he and he so hates not, Muslims, but he's not a bigot because he's yeah. black. Nope. Not mm-hmm. nearly as offensive coming from him. Mm-hmm. Nope. The family number one uh the family a lot of black mothers aren't real fond of their sons dating white women because you know the father's not around because they're black yes and then and then i like ah. how the i like how the person who asked it who answered it put they're not the dark the mothers aren't fond of uh their sons dating white women dash truth yeah <laughs> no need wow. to wiki that one ma'am i'll save you the research yes uh-huh. this is the absolute I know truth this fact. wow uh number two motive what to be yes the yes. <laughs> family is most important but then there's motive okay mm-hmm. to be honest a lot of black guys date white women because they are known to be easier and less drama filled okay maybe <laughs> they are known to be easier but everybody's got drama well that is i just want to give that compliment to katie you know yeah, white white person hey thank you for being so easy okay, yeah and less Have drama filled right yeah <laughs> I would like you to know, Katie, you can have as much drama as I can. Thank you very much. 
like, you know, apparently when you're dating a white woman, you get to walk in the house. Hey, bitch, knit me some food. And she's like, That's would you like me to have sex with you first? Yeah. I'm easy and I don't want any drama. Me first. Yeah, while you're making the food. Right. Yeah. Smack me in the face, too, while you're at it. Yeah. See? You know, that's how you know it's love. Yeah. They are known to do whatever you want them to do because they don't know how to act around a black guy. They don't know the proper way to be on a black guy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. As a black guy, how do how do we be on you? Well, you just got ah, I yes. mean, that's the thing. That's what I, I was thinking, too. How can I be on a black guy? I don't, yeah. I thought you don't that know, baby. You don't know. I, I just standard. don't know. I thought it was pretty standard for all women that when they're on a guy, it's pretty much the same utensils. Mm, not for black guys. <laughs> oh, apparently it's a bit different. I didn't. I didn't even know. And that. on top of that, and it's hilarious. It's just a woman thing. Uh, it's a lot of women. That regardless of color, they are not easy and they're very drama filled. No, no, not from this guy. This oh, is the I'm, best answer. I'm sorry. This is Karen. Karen, right now, Karen, you're bringing the drama. So, all right. No. Can you stop being so dramatic? Number two motive. Okay, I'm sorry. Black women do know how to be on a black guy. Mm-hmm. And that's why as soon as white women learn, they will be dropped for another race. <gasps> who, who will be dropped? I'm confused because there's no commas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, because, see, black women know how to be on a black guy. Okay. But when white women learn, that, that right now, the white women don't know how to be on a black guy. Yeah. But oh, once they learn right. to be on a black guy, the, the black guy's going to be like, oh, no, they're hip to the game. <laughs> Time to move to another race. Then they go on to the uh, Japanese, right? Yeah. yeah. Asian, different. You know, yeah. maybe we'll go to, uh, uh, you know, don't pigeonhole them. Maybe they'll go Spanish or... Indian. Uh, there's a lot of... There's Latino. There's yeah. many. There's a cornucopia of races out there. Yeah. She's from... Uh, I say we go American Indian. You know, we need to get their numbers back up. <laughs> Good luck with us. You know? <laughs> Hard to find. Uh, if, I, if, if Marty is any sort of indicator, it is an easy way to get the birth rate back up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get those ah. brothers out there and do God's work. They'll be doing the dance and they'll be all good. <laughs> yes. So, three, hate. Uh-oh. Yeah, hate. Be prepared for black women to give you a lot of slack. Really? We sassy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm like, you know, good for you. Good luck. It's not because they're jealous, but it's because they know black men are aiming for what's an easier target and it makes black women mad because it was a black woman that stood beside them but they chose a white woman when they are a lot more when they are were a lot more cultivated whoa <laughs> wow. so once the man gets all cultivated <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure what cultivated means it's like a gym. garden like the, you know the yes, black woman has a garden of black men that she's cultivated and then as soon as they're done as they go they out it's open they're out they're like, oh, the black men are right. Let me go check this season's picking. Yeah. <laughs> go to my local uh, fresh market. I don't know where the yeah. black men hang out. Let me go to my local basketball court <laughs> and check out the crops. So this uh, this this answer is basically telling this white woman to stay away from black dudes. It does sound like, and she chose this as the best answer, by the way. Um, and number four, be yourself again. All caps lock. Again? But, yeah. yeah. But don't, you know, don't have drama. Right. Don't. Well, if she's being herself as a white woman, oh, she'll be all right. She'll already be easy and drama free. So um, <laughs> now I was, I'll, I'll ask you guys, what is your advice on this advice? Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Jaquetta. Okay. So my advice is any tips for tips for a white girl dating a black guy. 
I'm going to go with Nike on this one and just do it. Mm. There's everybody is different, you know, and just do your thing. This, this, this is the, the advice here is terrible. First of all, yes, maybe white women are easier and less drama filled at the outset, but come on, it's on the back end, people. Don't sleep. <laughs> I want to know how you define easier though, because like I said, I've seen Mari. That, what is what is what is hard about that? I don't know. Kate There's about a twentieth man on there that could possibly be the father. I start going. Her vaginal credit score is quite low. <laughs> Number three for hate. Be prepared for black women to give you a laugh. Like I give them a thumbs up, and I'm like, go for it. Me Enjoy. Too. Why? I mean, what? come on, really? Sometimes I feel bad because, like, I think interracial couples are already kind of paranoid, especially that yeah. in the South. That's why I so, smile at them and give them a thumbs up because I want them to know it's fine. Do you know? Yeah. See, I don't even see, know what to do. I want to go by that table at dinner and like high five them. <laughs> like just just so you guys know, I'm okay with this. We were actually, my husband and I were actually out one night having you know a glass of wine and something to eat, and we there was a gay couple, two men sitting outside, and this guy started saying homophobic stuff. They got to a fight. They left. We sent them a glass, a couple glasses of wine. You know, God, sometimes sweet. you got to support. Yeah, you got to be like, hey, not everybody is an idiot out there. The Maybe only that's what I need. Yeah, the only good advice out here is number four: be yourself. You know. Yeah, I, I, well, you guys, my advice on this, I have to tell you, is that the whole thing here. This woman is on the internet saying, "I'm going to date a black guy, <laughs> and I'm white." Basically, what she's doing, she's trying to piss off her father, who is. <laughs> this is what the thing really is. It's like the advice is, girl, if you want to piss off your father, just bring him home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. Well, I like um, I like how there one person's advice uh, further down. Her name is Brielle's mom. Mommy is no. Four exclamation marks. Wow. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> hey, That's you got it. No. <laughs> Don't do it, baby. <laughs> um, but um, the other thing, though, uh, I, I kind of need somebody with a Confederate flag uh, to come up to people that are dating interracially when I'm around just so I can come in and be like, leave them alone. And then they'll know that some people support them. Because other than that, I don't know... Like I never see them getting harassed, so I'm not able to like voice my approval. Well, it's that you know, it's not openly her. It's like it's not open harassment. It's like with other kinds of people, like with gay people, it's just like a disapproving look. Because you know, I'm in an interracial relationship, and at the end of the day, people will give us looks. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you think. I'm happy. You look miserable, and there's probably something wrong with you. I can find. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's never somebody who's with another person. It's always a single person who's looking at me like their nose. I'm like, where are your man? Or ladies. <laughs> you know? So I think well, this is right. any tips for a white guy dating, uh, a white girl dating a black guy, it's just, yeah, number four is the best answer. Just be yourself. Yeah. This yeah. black who responded just trying to get an easy white woman. Just be yourself again. That's yeah. <laughs> Emphasize on that. Just be yourself again. I think for me personally, a lot of people fail to realize, and maybe this is just me, it's a new crop of white women out there. I don't know if anybody has informed them, <laughs> but white women are not afraid to date black dudes no, anymore. And then I'm gonna and, yes, and I hate to inform them. Women, period, have attitudes. Yes. You go through the wrong way, they'll get sassy with you, they'll cuss you out, they're not easy to get along with, some are. And so, 
a lot of what he's telling her is false. The bottom line, I'm not kidding, but y'all be yourself. Be yourself. And, and my thing is that um, you don't have to be scared because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, Roger, get all functions the same. I don't have an issue with people. Well, I mean, sometimes you don't know how to be up on me, Karen. No, oh, I don't, I don't so, know how to be up on you. Sometimes as a black woman, you got to be on me the right oh, kind of I'm way. I'm sorry. I guess I need to go out in the field and cultivate another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, Karen. No, I don't feel cultivated. Drama, the drama. You know, Karen. <laughs> yes, all the drama. And of course, you know, she doesn't always put like a uh, miracle grow in my water and stuff. I don't yeah. feel cultivated. <laughs> and you put you got to sit here and light. You need to give him more slack. Yeah, I need more sunlight. Like three <laughs> to four hours of sunlight a day. And you're not being yourself, Karen, again. Yeah, yeah. Again. Come on, so, Karen. Be yourself um, again. Again. <laughs> so, um, it, of course, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, my goodness. I, there's nothing you can do that doesn't support breast cancer. <laughs> well, it's, you're not supporting breast cancer. You're supporting its awareness. Oh, okay. Nobody knows about this. Yeah, I, I never heard of it until I no, was down in that. Mexico and there was a huge pink ribbon at the airport. I didn't know about it. Yeah, I was watching the NFL game. They had pink gloves on, and suddenly I was aware breast cancer exists. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, get checked? Well, um, I, yeah, I checked myself and I checked Karen. <laughs> and you checked Karen thoroughly, constantly. Yes. Uh, you got to be vigilant, fellas. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm only check the boobs you're familiar with. You, Don't you know how red on her as a black man? Right, I know right. how to. Naturally, I'm drama free and know how to be on her. Yeah, and you know, that culture for like the frat boys to have is like breast cancer inspector. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, um, a coconut creek man, what? A, creek, coconut creek, <laughs> a coconut creek man accused of posing as a doctor and offering free door-to-door breast exams <gasps> has reached a deal with prosecutors. Wow. I like these from, like from Coconut Creek. You know, because yes. you like fill up on those coconuts, it seems appropriate. <laughs> Down by the creek, yes. You know, um, Philip Winnikoff, 81 years old. 81. 81. Oh, 81. rubbing on my breast. Mm-hmm. Door to door. Okay. Was accused in April 2006 of carrying on the ruse with women at an apartment complex. They give the address because we need to know where these gullible ones well, are. We need to go on over there and do some checkups. Yeah, I need to. Well, I'm here for your follow up exam. Yeah. Investigator <laughs> said that two women uh, took Winnikoff up on the offer. Well, these sound like the they start of. They just to get their breath out. <laughs> it sounds like the start of every pornography movie I've ever watched. I know. They didn't hit music and see the cameras. Come on. Oh, I'll, take you yeah. to I'll take you. I'll pick you up on that. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't see the waivers that you had to sign? Come on, lady. Allowed him into their apartments and realized something was amiss only after the exam started. Wow. <laughs> uh, Winnikoff was charged with three counts of sexual battery, two counts of practicing medicine without a license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, practicing medicine. Oh, oh, wow. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, uh, let me give you your medicine, girl. Two counts of simple battery and one count of using the title of doctor without a license. Okay. Uh, if tried and convicted, he could have he could have been sentenced up to more than forty five years in prison. Okay, he's eighty one. Yeah, he'll never see that. No. And another ten for practicing medicine without a license, so that's fifty five years. Mm-hmm. So he'd be out somewhere around the time he's like one hundred and fifty six or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. 
It was not revealed Tuesday whether the deal Winnikoff reached with the prosecutors will keep him out of prison. Uh, he was uh, in court with a half dozen family members. <laughs> none, of, none of which, none of which who had breast cancer. Coincidence? Yes. Or not. <laughs> no, no. You know, he's vigilant. Yeah. Um, he was scheduled to enter a plea uh, of either guilty or no contest. But by the time the prosecutor and Winnicott's lawyer arrived, uh, Broward Circuit Judge Sandra Perlman said that she had a trial to oversee and needed to reschedule the plea. No firm date was uh, no firm date was set. Details of the plea deal were unavailable late Tuesday afternoon. Um, messages left for the prosecutor Lauren Bad and defense lawyer Anthony Alfaro were not returned. Word. Yes, that he, means no one picked up the call, phone. He should just call. go to prison where he can get some free health care. He's 81. I'm sure he's got a couple of things wrong with him. He's nothing yeah. wrong. He's a dirt, he's a Benny Hill kind of guy. That's probably like kind of music going on in his mind yeah. when he was doing yeah. that. <laughs> they said at the time of his arrest, he carried a little black bag to lend credibility to his claim of being a doctor. Okay, fine, but like somebody shows up at your door. It is 2011. People do not do house calls. Somebody just randomly yeah, shows up with a doctor's bag and it's like, let me feel on your breath. All right, what were they watching? Like Little House on the Prairie? Yeah, but the, the, the next paragraph says the first victim was 36. <gasps> right, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Oh. Detectives, uh, he stated... <laughs> He, uh, that's what she told the shakers that uh, he started the exam by fondling her breast and she knew something was wrong where, when his hands wandered elsewhere <laughs> why would you let somebody just come to your door and be like like I feel like he was wearing like a boob inspector t-shirt <laughs> and they were like you know what the t-shirt looks legitimate go on Yes, I, I don't like old man balls and I don't like old man's hands touching yeah. me well somebody has to well I mean she was fine with the boobs but when that he started checking problem. for, like, you know, he needed to check for, uh, you know, vaginal cancer. Yeah, cervical cancer. You know, well, cancer of the throat. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even smoke. You know, he's just trying to find out what What's is going, going on, on in there. Um, he knew how to be up on her. He must, must be very charismatic. I mean, he must be pretty amazing. At 80. Um, so, yeah, basically, you know, ladies, if you're uninsured and you need some care, you, you know, take him up on his offer, man. Yeah. You never know. None of his, none of his clients had breast cancer. So, you know, he's two for two. He's two for two. Ah, ah. Um, 100%. Uh, so apparently, Karen watches Top Chef. Yes. Uh, I don't, do you guys watch the cooking channel or whatever? I watch the one that's like desserts, like Top Chef desserts. I've seen and Top Chef. I like Top Chef. That one. Well, apparently you guys all support child porn. A former oh, Top Chef. Oh, oh, that. What? Yeah, oh. a former Top Chef just desserts contested. Oh, who, lives, she watches, yeah. who lives in Plano faces felony counts of child pornography. Oh, what's he doing? Coming in with sugar? I got sugar. Yeah, I'm sure he was whipping out some desserts. Yes, he probably he probably made a, a SpongeBob SquarePants cake made out of complete yeah, sugar. No, no, go ahead and eat it. It's a declare. Yes. <laughs> Open your mouth <laughs> wide. Yes. yes. And the magic ingredient was cocoa. Yes, he, he was on that. Uh, Morgan Wilson was indicted on three second-degree felony charges of possession and intent to distribute oh. child pornography. Oh, he was oh, he's a giver. He's a sharer. Yeah. He likes to get it out there no, for the keep it to yourself. You know, <laughs> he was arrested in December 2010 after undercover investigators received file transfers from Wilson's computer via the file sharing program LimeWire, nice. according to the arrest affidavit. 
The images allegedly contain photos and videos of sexual acts performed by children as young as two years old. Oh! Oh, oh, oh God. God. That's the worst. According to court documents, Wilson admitted to downloading images and videos of child pornography. No one answered the door at his house, of course. No. Surprise. I don't know why, don't know why they asked surprise. We went to the house and no one answered. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, we, we, knocked, we knocked really hard, but still yeah. nobody answered. Yes. We're looking for a child pedophile. Hey, is that me? Is uh, that's me? I can help you. Know, you. Yeah, you know what? I I love the ones where they actually find the people and the people get angry and roll off. Yeah. I can't believe they roll off. Bitch, you got a camera in their face. What do yeah. you expect? Wow. Uh, Wilson, a divorced father of a seven-year-old boy, was listed at the as the executive pastry chef of the Lobby Lounge at the Dallas Ritz Carlton Hotel until Thursday. Well, that's over. Until Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, that was his last day. Well, you know, he got accused of this in December 2010. They let him and to work. Till last Thursday, he was work. He must have been a hell of a chef. So let me get. Let me. He's basically selling candy. Well, uh, executive pastry, pastry chef. chef. So I guess making cakes and shit. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a child molester. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch the ones with the with the pastries. Yeah. Wilson is free on ten thousand dollars bond. That's it. Yeah, but he may not access any uh, access any computer without monitoring software. So I wonder what that means. Like, how do they how do they make sure he doesn't just jump on a terminal somewhere? Why? Like, could he jack off to like just normal porn? Like, no. is it? I wonder child- why he got divorced too. I wonder yeah. if the, like there has been uh, signs before. Yeah, That's his wife point. was like, "I am out." He yeah. looks creepy in the picture too. He's wearing like a snuggie or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the back, they superpose it over just like some police car like. Or like he's know. gonna get a haircut or something. Yeah. Like, hey. yeah. yeah. It was like a 1950s gangster's mugshot. Ah, um, ah. A teacher, because you know we care about the kids here, I, I and I, I'll send you the link in uh, Skype. Uh, this teacher was arrested for choking and dragging a student. Uh oh. Yeah, Baker police have arrested a Bakersfield uh, elementary school teacher for choking and dragging a six-year-old student at school. What? Oh, my God. If it was going to be like in high school, I'd be like, all right, you know, what? Stuff stuff happens. Six? Well, 65-year-old Mildred Russ. (laughs) That sounds like an evil name. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like she has 101 Dalmatians. Yes. And a cat for her. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, she was she was booked by police uh, with cruelty to a juvenile after she reportedly choked and dragged the student on the playground during recess on Wednesday. What did the child do? Yeah. In front of all your friends. You like, know oh, the man. evil things that six year olds do. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Asking for it, right? I, I, yeah. What did the six year old have on? But it That's seems awesome. like I'm reading ahead. It looks like he's the the woman suplexed him. Go on. <laughs> Oh, our witnesses told police Russ first immobilized the child by wrapping her legs around her. <laughs> Russ then took the child's sweater, put it around the victim's neck, and squeezed the child's neck whenever she attempted to move. This is some WWE stuff. Yeah, okay, no, that, what kind of move? What what hold is that with the legs? It's like a scissor move or something. I don't know. I'm sure the wrestling fans yeah. will know. We're gonna get emails about I, that. Oh yeah, yeah, I will. Will. yeah, I will now. I I just wonder what like um. If there was smack talk before, it's like, you come to the playground, brother. You better come correct. And she's like, put the sweater around her neck. I know, I know my ABCs. 
uh, it's not technically affiliated with Occupy Wall Street, but righteous candy lovers will be invading the Times Square Hershey's tomorrow. Yay. Good. Tomorrow afternoon to protest the company's use of child labor. Good. That's exactly the sort of thing you don't want to find out about right before Halloween. That's right. But you know what Nestle used to do with South Africa, so what's the, you know, are you really shocked by that? According to they used to do they were Nestle is like was all about South Africa back when there was apartheid. That's why we had to boycott them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, cocoa and sugar cane and all that stuff is why we are here. You know, now I feel so guilty (laughs) for enjoying all that delicious candy. (laughs) I'm M&M. Yeah, I'm calling dad over here right now. Yeah. Thank God I have no conscience. Yeah. According to the raise, raise the Bar campaign, I'm going to serve Candy Bar, you know, yeah. must be some kind of play on words. Hershey's has not made good on its 10-year-old promise to end child labor, forced labor, and trafficking in their cocoa supply chain. Champagne, champagners, I don't know, campaigners, oh, campaigners. I'm like, champagne, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, champagners, well, I do want to join. Yeah. Tell me more. Champagne with the chocolate? Yes, uh, in the chocolate. Campaigners want Hershey's <laughs> to agree to end child labor and sign on to a source 100% fair trade certified cocoa beans. And they'll be loudly saying as such uh, as much tomorrow in Times Square. Uh, if you're otherwise detained but still want to show your support, join the 49,000 other people who signed the online petition and they give a link to it. Um, now I got to say, man, first they came for the bank's and I wasn't paying any attention. Then they came to the government with the tea party. But once you start fucking with the chocolate, man, man, these hippies gotta go. I'm sorry, what? man. Chocolate is delicious. I love M and M's, peanut M and M's. I'm I sorry. Actually, don't like Hershey's chocolate. I have to say. Mm. Oh, I like chocolate, but I don't like Hershey's. Hershey's. My bad. Eminem's yeah, Eminem's a Mars. Mars. Okay, well, good. I'm, st- I'm still, I'm still good. Dude. So you still good? Well, okay. maybe you know what Hershey's did—they got a bunch of kids hooked on their on their sugar, and then now are forcing them to work off everything they've eaten. <laughs> They're like, you're in, Timmy, you're in for you're in for two thousand dollars. Yeah, nobody forced right. you to eat them Eminem peanuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, the twist. Oh wait, Twizzlers is on there. Okay, now I got issue because I like a Twizzler. But so mm. now I got issue. I don't. Question. I don't need my Twizzlers bathed with slave labor. <laughs> we are. I mean, we are the ninety nine percent of slave labor that makes Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, it's not worth it for me to see to have some kid chained to a mill making licorice so I can have some Twizzlers. No. <laughs> Speaking of odd flavoring, yes, Japan is releasing Pepsi Pink. Okay. It's a what? It's a for yes. breast cancer. Breast cancer. It's a blush tinted cola, which should sell well in the homeland of Hello Kitty, according to Pepsi Japan. New Pepsi Peak is bursting with the rich aroma and fresh taste of strawberry milk. And cancer. It looks like cancer in the bottle. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like Pepto. Yeah. It looks yeah. like Pepto. And um, didn't and they learn their lesson with Zima? Right. You know. Or or. Uh, that that coke weird that was that was clear yeah new coke yeah, yeah. New, like nobody why why do they keep doing stuff to mm-hmm. the product it marketing it for women and and young girls or women who want to be young doesn't it seem like coke and pepsi should be the easiest two things to promote it seems <laughs> like they should also be brown yes and, right and, you already know about us and who are these people that buy strawberry milk off the shelf it's yeah i, I mean first of all strawberry milk in particular not that appetizer. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to say like, okay, strawberry flavored Pepsi, maybe I might give yeah. it a chance. Maybe you said chocolate milk. 
No, I wouldn't drink a chocolate milk soda. But There's chocolate milk eating strawberry milk. Those three things, I'm not, I don't know. Oh. Well, it's coming out on November 8th, like it or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> the glitzy metallic label bottles are at least look nice. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, no, it's not ugly. ugly. It's ugly. Yes. It has nothing to do with Pepsi, except that they're the manufacturer. Yeah. Yes, and it looks like an ugly dress. Like, somebody yeah. put on an ugly dress on this bottle. It does. It looks like a it's, Flintstone It's like lipstick on a pig. I'm not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Pepsi wrote this article, because oh. it ain't it's me. Just, it just looks like you're stupid. Give me money. It looks like something <laughs> like when you go to the bodega in the ethnic neighborhood, and you see sodas that you never heard of. Or so, get the quarter water or something. Yeah. So of course we've come to that point in the show, and where we haven't talked about it yet, but Uh-oh. it is officially sword season. Oh snap! There's yes, been more is. and more. Last sto- last week we had three stories in yes. one episode. Record breaking. Record breaking. Three. Well, that means now keep in mind we do three shows a week. So between Sunday at at nine o'clock mm-hmm. to fucking Thursday at five. Three people did some crazy shit with swords. Oh, my God. Yes, it's out of control. Most people do not know about this epidemic. And now this cold is getting even worse. A man was arrested after a fight with sword and knives at a Wichita motel. Uh-oh. Wow. Damn. Don't do this. Swords with them to the hotel. Yes. Well, they, they check-in luggage, I guess. I don't I guess, know. Yeah. Wichita police arrested a man after a fight involving a sword and steak knives. What? Progressed to the parking lot of a South Wichita uh, motel Monday night. Uh, what did he interrupt him while he's putting A1 sauce on his steaks? Come on. <laughs> I would imagine. A 37-year-old man attacked a 57-year-old man with a sword, apparently because he was upset with some issues involving the service of legal papers between the 57-year-old and a woman. Oh, so he was trying to, he was a process server and he was like, you've been served and he was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> You're served. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will fillet you and serve you. The fight happened around 7:10 p.m. Monday. Um, the woman was not present, so she must have been white. She didn't want any drama. <laughs> no, she didn't know how to be on if there were any black guys around. No, no, she didn't know how to behave herself. No, Nolte no, said the 37-year-old kicked in the door to a room occupied by the 57-year-old. And told him that his actions toward the woman were unacceptable. Okay. Now that does sound like some cool shit you say with a sword in your hand. Though. Yeah, he probably thought so too. Yeah, yeah, it's like your actions towards the woman were unacceptable. And he said it really even off. with an even tone, and he was really calm about it. Yeah. Yes. yes, he's like, and yes. now and the dramatic music. But like, he, like, play. he didn't kick the door open. The door flew open. It was a <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, there was a whole lot of those kung fu sounds and stuff. Yeah. The wind rustling and stuff. No, not those sounds. Oh, the cool like Those sounds. Oh, okay. A bamboo like, flew by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Japanese flute played by yeah. itself in the background. Yes. Uh, the 37-year-old threatened the intruder with a black sword. Oh, I gotta be black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause they wanted some drama here. He knew how to be up on it. So the intruder, uh, he threatened him with a black sword with a two foot blade. Cause you know, the black sword blades are always longer. Am I right, fellas? Up yeah. top. <laughs> <laughs> after, after refusing to leave the motel room, the older man rushed to the kitchen and grabbed two steak knives to confront his attacker. You know how you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fight progressed to the parking lot. 
Damn. I, I, I imagine they were like in, in a family guy where it's like Peter Griffin and the chicken and they just yeah. walked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in my mind, I just created an entire choreography. Yeah. Break fighting all the way from like the third story of a hotel all the way down, down. to the parking lot and yeah. now it's the parking lot they're bleeding profusely yeah. all the way to the kitchen their, their clothes are ripped up and torn yes. oh, my, so my choreography involved them jumping on a chair you know how you jump on the seat of yes. the then the back and it tilts down yes yes they uh, there was at some point there were candles that had the tops cut off of them and it kept <laughs> burning yes wow yeah, they passed it. They went through the kitchen, so at some period of time, there were pots and pans. And somebody had, like, their hair up in a Japanese bun. The other guy ripped it off clean. Yes. Like, I have a new catchphrase when I play basketball now. I tell people, have at thee. Yes. Which, uh, whenever I... <laughs> I, don't, I just started that Saturday. Justin could have testified to that. But, um, I imagine have at thee, have at thee being thrown around several times. Oh, with yeah. All types of, uh... All types of breaks from monologues about the transgression that happened originally. He probably yes. killed his master. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, and you yes, must be a man. Yes, <laughs> and I, I could imagine the fresh fruits and vegetables that were sliced during the battle. Somebody <laughs> their dinner. Right. Yes. It, it like was, other hotel rooms, people were like having sex, but then like the cover was up around. Yeah, like maybe somebody time. was playing the piano and they jumped inside because it was too much. Right. <laughs> like I just imagine that. That's how I see it. But um. Apparently, they went to the parking lot where witnesses told the police that they saw the younger man cut the other man's finger with the sword. Oh, wow. Ow. When officers arrived, the 57-year-old had pinned his attacker against a wall outside the motel. Now, what is the most key thing you have to realize here? Old man strength never loses. Okay. Old man strength is the bomb. Don't hold on. I have to answer my door. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, he was 57. 57 and he's doing this? Yeah, yes. he had a 20-year-old disadvantage. 20 years of age disadvantage. Uh, and cool. somehow still beat this man. Or yes. that with that 20 years of training at his advantage. <laughs> right, that's how old man strength works. It's directly yes. uh, the opposite of how you would think it would work. Yeah. Okay. He had 20-year head start. Yes. <laughs> and remember, the 37-year-old had the, had the actual uh, sword. I'm sorry, y'all. Somebody tried to deliver food to me that I did not order, so. No problem. <laughs> Do you shut them down right quick? If it had been pizzas, I would have been like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> did you know Did you know how to be all up on them, or? No, was it? it was two black guys, and I was at a loss, so. Oh. Mm. But I, I brought <laughs> my drama. I read them. The they were like, let's move on to a less dramatic yeah. <laughs> Um. So, uh, yeah, so the 57-year-old dude pinned his attacker against the wall and waited for the cops, and... I, uh, apparently they found crystal meth and marijuana on the 37 year old so that's not shocking wow mm-hmm. so crystal you said the guy had a two foot sword a two foot black sword of, hey Brent what kind of a sword is a two foot sword what's the name of it they have different names for the different sizes I guess I, yeah. I assume that he's not in a wakazashi my husband thinks it was a wakazashi Japanese well. long sword yeah yeah, I study. You know, I study the swords because you should know your enemy. Yeah, you do. You know, I would like to know who was going to kill me. But I would like to know how many of these sword cases also involve crystal meth. Well, you know, you I think there's a correlation. You would be surprised. Yeah, a lot of times they're drawn. I think just owning. Eyes. I think just owning a sword makes you prone for a lot of risky behavior. I think if you you have a sword and you're in a mall, then in crystal meth, that's like the the trifecta. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't. It would not be sword season if there wasn't another fucking sword incident. Oh my goodness! Wow. Another one. That's right. A man was bicycling with a hidden samurai sword, and he was arrested. Uh-oh. Wow. Oh my. 30, yeah, that's right. Thirty-seven year old. <laughs> now maybe this is the same guy from the first story because he's a thirty-seven year old man <laughs> with a sword. Uh, maybe he needs to. He had crystal meth on him, but um, yes. he was from Magna, Utah, and he's been charged after authorities say he was smuggling a samurai sword inside his bicycle while riding through town. Is that really smuggling? He can't smuggle a. There, nobody can smuggle a How sword. How can you smuggle a samurai sword? Nobody can do that inside his bike. I, I just imagine what kind of elaborate bike he must have had. It must have been one of the bike. I just imagine like the nineteen. 19- 20s bike with that huge wheel in the front <laughs> it looks like you need help a ladder you know, to get on. Velocipede or whatever the thing is going yeah. <laughs> Some um, kind of tricked out bike that had a couple of extra like bars and things on it and... Yeah. Something to hide it. So uh, apparently a, a patrol trooper noticed the man riding a bike in the dark without a light. Well, shocking mm-hmm. I guess in Utah. Risky behavior sword on him. A criminal complaint filed Wednesday in 3rd District Court says the officer searched a bicycle and found a large sword inside. Oh, wow. The, how do you search a bicycle? I don't but, know how you shake down a bike. <laughs> like, uh, you gotta, I see you don't have your lights here. I'm gonna need to search this. You mind if I search it? I know better yet. I think like, since your tail light was out. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look inside this bike. You don't need a warrant. You don't need a warrant, copper. I know my rights. Yeah, but, um, sir, do you have a license? Can I have your insurance registration for this bike? Right. I noticed you were doing eight in a <laughs> mile an hour. Yeah. Yes. You were doing eight in a yes. seven in a. And I. We don't. We don't, we don't play that. Highly to that yes. And I've realized Wait, this guy I, riding down the highway, a highway patrol trooper noticed oh, the man. Snap. You yeah. know, he must have been right. They don't say what road it happened. Like on Route 80, just going wild at eight miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, downhill. And see, he was he was not in the bike lane. He was not in the bike. It was a speed trap. <laughs> <laughs> so the complaint didn't say why the man was charged with carrying the sword, why he was carrying the sword, or how he was able to hide it inside the bike. Cause good, you know what? Good. Was he? Cause a- I don't need that kind of information getting out to these ratchet ass swords. Was this a retractable sword? Was he able to hit? I don't care. I don't want anyone. But he to know. was carrying the sword because he has enemies out there, right? Oh, and well, he, he has to bike protect himself from the other clans of samurai sword people. Well, he has fifty-seven-year-old people he needs to serve. Yeah. <laughs> he also is. He's also a samurai lawyer. Back to quote his husband. <laughs> So we got the good ones and the evil ones, yeah. man. I mean, there's two signs to every coin, Rod. Well, he's got to, your husband's <laughs> got to get on it and stop this shit. <laughs> yes. The man was arrested and charged with felony possession of a dangerous weapon by a restricted person. And the oh. newspaper reports he has a criminal conviction and is banned from having weapons. Wow. Oh, wow. So he's a rebel. He's going to do it anyway. That's why he's going to hide that stuff, though. Here's my theory. I think that he thinks that a sword isn't really a weapon. Because people don't respect swords enough, which is why we have so much sword-related violence. Because people don't understand that a sword is just as dangerous as a gun in the right hands. And normally it's not in the right hands, which makes it even more dangerous because those motherfuckers will cut anybody. Yeah, yeah. They probably cut themselves. Yeah, it yeah, cut and, the and, people closest to them. And, and the way I feel, if it can draw blood, it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I actually think the steak knife is dangerous, but I do need it to cut my steak. Yeah. Now, this is the last article. Okay. And I, I thought this was an interesting read because you can tell it's a slow news day whenever these articles come out because they always is come out. Is it a sword like, article? 
No, oh, no, no, okay. no. This, this is about. Well, I guess it can relate to people handling their blades. It is about <laughs> men who are watching pornography. Okay. Right. Surprise. Men, oh. It's, it's a shock. Who knew? Yeah. Nobody was watching this before the internet. Now, oh, and they got stopped. And look at that 1982 monitor they got on this. And there's not even porn on this picture that right? they no, like no, it's photo. MSN from like 10 years ago. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it's it is. Old. That monitor is old as hell. So, <laughs> internet, apparently, internet pornography is creating a generation of young men who are hopeless in the bedroom, according to research. Uh-oh. It's been by, it's proven by science, y'all. Don't, don't, don't gasp. <laughs> this is. It should, not, should not be shocking. This is scientifically proven. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's science, then you know, because yeah, we all know that hopeless in the bedroom is a scientific measurement. Yeah. Hopeless in the bedroom sounds a terrible, terrible name for a movie. Uh, sounds like a Drake album. <laughs> hopeless so. science. Yeah, hopelessinthebedroom.com. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exposure to lurid images and films lurid. in the new media. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was written in, 19, in 1873. I think yeah. so. Uh, exposed- that monitor, yes. Oh, look at that monitor. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it old looking? Okay. Oh, my God. Exposure, <laughs> exposure to lurid images and films in the new media is... Is, is, is he sure that the internet they're using isn't like 1K? He dialed on to this one. <laughs> yes, he did. That's <laughs> what it takes. Like, that's the reason that the study's flawed, because it was taking them seven or eight hours to get one picture. <laughs> so they were like, see these men spend an inexorbitant amount of time on the computer. You're like, that's because we're using 56K. We got to upgrade the DSL, get it over with. Um, so it's, apparently the new media is desensitizing so many young people that they are increasingly unable to become excited by ordinary sexual encounters. Okay. They don't even know what to do with a real body anymore. Yeah. Who is that a problem for? <laughs> Who are these people to go? You know what? No, no. If it ain't computerized, I don't want to mess with it. Right. Um, the result is that impetus is no longer a problem associated with middle-aged men or poor health, but it's afflicting men in the prime of their lives. The According to a resort uh, re- report in Psychology Today, uh, really the same, the, the same, right, the same uh, people who said. They published a report that black yes. women were the least attractive. And by the way, I look like a man, so. <laughs> yes, that, that is why. Yes, you know, yes. Scientific. Yes. Scientific. Scientific. Yes. Uh, a respected U.S. journal. <laughs> of course. Yeah, the problem uh, is now so common that men in their 20s consider their inability to perform to be normal. Are you kidding me? That's right. I talk to dudes all the time that are like, Man, you know, I couldn't get it up the other night. You know, like always. And I high-five him and go, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, you, what? It's all right. You know? Yeah, it's normal. It's normal now, Karen. It's just normal. This is the normal thing for these young kids yeah. in their 20s. They can't. Oh, my God. They should stay away yeah. from real women then and don't bother. Like, actually, when you get hard, that, that that's like, oh, my God, what do I do? They're going to call up their friend and be like, what's going on down here? Yeah, I need to have a talk with my father. I'm 28. And I need to know. I'm starting to get weird feelings in my pants. <laughs> That's a little too late. The report called Porn-Induced Sexual Dysfunction is a growing that problem. That is the worst. They need to have an acronym. Something. That is and, a, and that is a and, really biased, uh, really biased title. And you know what? It's sad, and we probably get emails, but these dudes must be geeks and must have never met horses. No, no, no. These no. are all these guys that are on the computer all the time, and they play games games all the time. Oh, the acronym could be called PIST. 
porn-induced sexual dysfunction. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yes. It is, yeah. Piss is a growing process. You can say these and, dudes are pissed. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't believe it's geeks and stuff like that because if you get around a woman, a that's like the best. They're very excited. Oh, oh, so they just yeah, say like men. Just they just say men in period in general. Yeah, well, this is what the study says. Oh, okay, so my bad, geeks. I'm so, science, Karen. Don't try to. Yeah, yeah don't try to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The study explains that the loss of libido 30 years early is caused by continuous overstimulation of dopamine, the neurotransmitter that activates the body's re- reaction to sexual pleasure by repeatedly viewing pornography on the internet. So they have that. Yeah, they don't have anything they left stop, for the they real thing. their load. No, it's all the time spent on the computer. They don't have the skills to deal with other human beings. That's the problem. Well, that uh, do you have a study to back that up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fine. These, these people did a study. To, all right, we'll get a study fairly, together. Fairly, people are hopeless in the bedroom at twenty. Um, the, I mean, but isn't everyone hopeless in the bedroom at 20? You don't really know what you're doing until later in life. You're like, oh, saying they're hopeless. Are they interviewing their partners and being like, he was a mess? Right. He just, he <laughs> came at it with just the wrong attitude. He made mincemeat of the whole thing. I like that hopeless. <laughs> was a, I like that hopeless was a choice. On that it was like, oh, choice. I just didn't know what to do with the pussy when I yeah. got it. Yeah. Was, yeah. I'm there. I, I, I was there, and then I was just, I just went back to my computer. And I, I stared at it, and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, they should just have a picture of a guy like, doing that shrug like you put both your arms up in the air and the lady just laying on the bed with her legs open that should be the ah, best article it's like a lady's you know junk should also come with a keyboard so they know what to do yeah. <laughs> they can dial up an orgasm for the lady yeah. well you know those a lot of those mouses uh, or mice have those um, scroll things on there kind of like a clit so just use that yeah. Eek. work with that because that's what you should say. you should write them in and be like here's how you figure this out Right, like you superimpose a mouse on top you of a vagina. You sound like you're you know? playing Call of Duty. <laughs> right. And you're in the corner, and you need to re-up. A paradoxical effect is created whereby with each new thrill, a dopamine spike, uh, or dopamine spike, the brain loses its ability to respond to dopamine signals, meaning that porn users demand increasingly extreme experiences to become sexually aroused. Like, well, like having sex while falling out of a plane? Look, who has time for this? Yeah, uh, next thing you know, you're uh, jumping uh, into a train uh, yeah. yard off a bridge. Yes, because you can't get it up. It's a Dayton Cornerberg movie all of a sudden. It's ridiculous. Erotic words, pictures, and videos have been around a long time, but the internet makes possible for a never-ending stream of dopamine spikes, says Marnia Robinson. But wait a minute. Hasn't there, there, I think if you went back 200 years, you could probably find something off a of printing press that's the same thing. People are oh. looking at too many daguerreotypes of women's boobs, and as a result, you know, I mean, this is... I don't know. Or like Renaissance era. Yeah. Show, like, oh, God, it's out of It's too many drawings of <laughs> men aren't having sex with us. Yeah, you know, I think guys don't have a problem of over-sexualizing anything. I mean, if it's not the internet, then it's, you know, the women outside and how they're dressed. Or, yeah. you know, it could be anything that they're just projecting all this sexuality onto as well. Well, it, well you know how I, women are... You know how women are always saying that, you know, 20-year-old men won't have sex with them. You know how women oh, have that yeah. problem. That was a huge problem for me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, my God. Find anybody. I could just find a man. Especially not in a, not in a bar. To have, you we've been, go we've been going out for six months, and he still hasn't made his move. I don't know what to do. <laughs> what about oh, I need advice on advice. <laughs> this man will not have sex with me it's been six months I mean, uh, I mean what do I need to put control art delete on me I don't understand <laughs> yeah I don't get it he loves porn too much to have sex 
Uh, today's users can force it release by watching porn in multiple windows. Not multiple windows. Mm-hmm. You can force it in. release. Yeah, <laughs> you can force. What? For, you gotta force the release sometimes. Um, searching endlessly, fast forwarding to the bits they find the hottest, switching the live chat, uh, sex chat, viewing constant novelty, firing up their mirror neurons with uh, video, action, and cam to cam. Advertising. This person seems to know a little too much. A whole lot, don't you? About about the game. uh, Or escalating to extreme genres and anxiety producing material. It's it's all free access. It's all free, easy to access, available within seconds, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, she said. Where? Where's the web? Where do I click? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she added, in some porn porn users, the response to dopamine is dropping so low. They can't achieve an erection without constant hits of dopamine via the internet. Many were initially shocked, she said, when they discovered their sensitivity was declining toward normal sex. Well, I didn't know what sex I think these women, abnormal sex. I don't understand this. I think these women might be dating gay dudes or something. Probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, basically. But it'd be like, no, I want that girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. stay away from these dudes, and then, then there's no problem. When they try to have actual intercourse and cannot, they understandably panic. Most men are astonished to learn that pornography use can be a source of sexual performance problems. Instead, many are becoming convinced that erectile de- erectile dysfunction at twenty is something uh, twenty something is normal. <laughs> what at twenty? I, I don't like. Who are these? I'm a man. I talk to men constantly. Who are these men? Where? Hey, man. You know how you can't get it up when you're twenty because it's normal. <laughs> who are these dudes? Wow. Who the fuck is dudes? No, anyway, last time I checked, it's always up in their twenties. Yeah, right. They That's are the whole point. They are. Yes. They are amazed that heavy porn use can affect them adversely, uh, that no one told them that it could affect I them. I still Prob- don't see what the problem is. I don't care about these dudes. They should just stay away from women. And they and they probably don't want to be a Yeah, that's right. fine. Then it's no problem. They got what they like, need. Really, yes, yeah, this seems like a problem that's all yeah, yeah, if I don't you on i just don't turn you on robert robertson said recovery was possible over a period of months by giving the brain a chance to reboot itself by shutting pornography completely. oh wow. oh so many so many uptight prude housewives are copying and pasting this article to somebody <laughs> right now wow but she like all those women that are like jealous of pornography like ah that means that you that's what you want like those women they, they, this shit has been sent to some dude's email today um but she said while recovering addicts were likely to experience a temporary loss of libido as well as insomnia irritability irritability panic despair and concentration problems and even flu like they're gonna break out in a sweat when they can't log on to x2 well you know what maybe it's the fugly housewives who you know the guy goes over to them and uh they lose their erections because they're looking at this ugly bitch in bed Right, you know, <laughs> like, well, you know what it is. The porn doesn't tell you to take out the trash. I think that's what it is. Like, can you vacuum the house? Never starts. That's never been the title of any movie I watched. Yeah, the porn, no. the porn doesn't want to move out to Long Island and live in a house. You're right. Yeah, right. so it's not exactly the porn that's doing it. It's the person yeah. in your bed. Yeah, like you go upstairs to have sex, and now you're talking about you guys need to get out and work out more yeah. and take a couple walks. He's not gonna have you go. I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go back down to the porn now. I'm good. Um, So the report comes just a week after David Cameron announced new measures to encourage internet providers to block access to pornography and to protect children. Uh, You you have to protect the children from the porn. You know. The findings findings were welcomed by Norman Wells of the Family Education Trust, 
This research gives a lie to the idea that pornography is just a bit of harm. I still don't see who's being harmed by this. I like the fact that, um, that it's like these articles always have like so much motive from like there's certain people, religious people, politicians that really have made it like their thing to be like porn is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, this terror is fucking your life up. You just don't realize it yet. <laughs> like, so, so like that, like, when any type of study comes out, they can't wait to jump on it. Like, this is the truth. I've been telling you. It's science. You can't argue. You're hopeless in bed, aren't you? And you're like, no. But yes, you are. <laughs> Think but about it. My sex is greater than it's ever been. What well, hey, hey, don't about? tell them that. that you, you don't know how to be up yeah. on it. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I ain't causing all this drama. I'm talking about the drama a couple of times. So, you know, just. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm getting ready to calm yeah. down. <laughs> the findings were welcomed by Norman Wells, who couldn't wait to do it. Not only does it uh, depersonalize those who take part in it, who, but it <laughs> depersonalizes them. the participants. Yes, the yeah. watchers you know, or the people in the porn. The people who have sex. Okay. In so they cannot be people anymore after they have sex. We all know how. Oh it yeah, because they after they do the porn, they their life is over. Yeah, they can't go anywhere. Everybody like, recognizes them because they don't all look alike. Yeah, your vaginal credit score is too low, lady. Two fifty, you got to be at least five hundred. Not only does it depersonalize these people, but it also has the potential to damage the real life relationships of those who use it. People who exercise self control in this area and make a point of steering clear of pornography and sexual imagery in all its forms. Are not the repressive killjoys they are often taken to be. He added. I like how he wow. slips in a defense of himself mid yeah. stream. <laughs> he's like, he's, you know, he's a real fun guy. Right. He's like, look, some people like a missionary all yeah. the time with the lights off, not looking at each other and kind of on, crying. The, on, um, on the third Thursday of the month, and that's me. And kind of yeah. crying. I like that, that you yeah. had it. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes you have to Google calendar your sexual intercourse with your wife. And there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. There's nothing wrong with putting the sheet between the two of you. These findings ah. suggest that prizing modesty and respecting the private nature of expression of sexuality will bring its own reward. Is this the Church of England website? What is this? Uh, Dailymail.co slash yeah. US. England, it looks sketchy to me. Uh. Yeah, I'll tell you this much. I'm going to keep watching it, and I'm going to keep having sex with my wife. I don't know. <laughs> One day, if my dick stops working, well, I'll be like, y'all was right. I fucked up. But until then, it seems to be rising to the uh, case. Then I'm going to get sassy for real then. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm telling y'all, I, I don't know if some people are, you know, they get a little jealous of pornography and stuff. Uh, just mean. like some men get jealous of sex toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. Not as good as the real thing. Just no, saying. No, and it never me, will you know, be. It's not it never will be. It's just a both. That's, right. that's, that's on both ends. And to me, it's, it's an enhancement. And my thing is this. Why do I need to be jealous of a woman that you will never see? Yeah. yeah. I just don't. I mean, I don't. Even if you could see him, who the fuck is like, well, time to go have sex with a sketchy porn star. I always like, say that pornography gives you the night off. Or at least, <laughs> right. you know, at least a couple hours to yourself. Yeah. Right. It, it's like uh, it's like uh, the fantasy without any consequences. Yeah. You should put that like, on a T-shirt. Was... Pornography gives you the night off. Well, I, I mean, right. I use it in my act. Maybe I should. Yeah. And, and go to me in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, libertarian yeah. all day. But um, anyway, this has been a great episode. Thank you guys, uh, both of you. Yeah, thanks um, so much for having us on. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. 
No problem. Make sure you guys go check them out. Hey, you know it podcast on iTunes, uh, Big Guns, Big Tobacco dot com for Jaquetta. Yeah, check them out on Facebook, guys. Are um, you guys on Stitcher Radio? No, but I've been investigating it, and you guys are doing it, so we might just follow through. You know, okay. they they have a Facebook page. Yes, go like their Facebook uh, page. We're on Twitter. They're on Twitter. Twitter. What? Say, give give everybody your Twitter name, name guys. I'm um at Jaquetta S. And our, we're also at Hey You Know It. And Katie, are you on Twitter? Uh, no. Okay. So okay. don't don't look for her on there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, you can go to uh, ballsoutcomedy.wordpress.com, uh, also for Jaquetta. And Hey You Know It is at heyyouknowit.podbean.com, in addition to iTunes. Um, and, uh, you know, they're very funny. You heard them on here. I love that show, uh, and I was just happy as a fan to be able to talk to them and be like, yes. let's talk about Jason Bateman, and let's uh, get some advice on advice. Yes, and you know what? We have had a streak, baby. This is the all month long for Breast Cancer Month. We have been breasting you up, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, we got every Sunday. We on here right now. So. <laughs> every, <laughs> every Sunday, is at least. Every Sunday, that's not counting mine. And every Sunday, has <laughs> been uh, we made people wear a breast. And thereby breast cancer. Um, and it's been fun. Next week the streak ends though. Oh. We'll be back to ball. Okay. So. Uh oh. Um, now of course also <laughs> don't forget to go to theblackouttips.com. Uh, find us on iTunes. Leave us five star reviews. Join our Facebook group. Um, don't forget also you can call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six on Saturday mornings. Um, and email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAP. And this episode was sponsored by the Blackout Tips page on shadowdogproductions.com. Uh, you can find it by going shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt.html. And that link will be up on the site, uh, momentarily. Um, or by the time you hear this, it'll be up. So, um, I guess until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Who y'all talking to, man? Oh, check it out. Check it out. This here goes out for all the niggas that be fucking mad bitches and other niggas' cribs. Niggas shit is sweet. Niggas creep up on your ass. <laughs> Live niggas respect it. Check it. I kick flows for ya, kick down doors for ya Even left all my motherfucking hoes for ya Niggas think Frankie pussy whip Nigga picture that with the Kodak It's the Mattac, we don't get down like that Lay my game down quite flat Sweetness, when you park that Petiteness, but that ass fat She got a body, make a nigga wanna eat that I'm fucking with you The bitch official though, dick harder than the missile yo Try to hit it if she trippin' disappearin' like a finio Yo, the bitch push a double O with the five in front Probably a canary stunt, y'all drive in front I'ma peel with her, find a deal with her She fuck around and steal, huh? Then we all get laced, television's Versace heaven When I'm up in them, the shit she kick, all the shit's legit She get dick from a player off the New York Knicks Nigga trick with dick, get lust, the shit was plush Stressing me to fuck, like she was in the rush We fucked in his bed, quite dangerous I'm in his ass while he play against the Utah Jazz My 112 CD blast, I was past She came twice, I came last, roll the grass She giggled, saying I'm smoking on homegrown Then I heard a moan, honey I'm home, yup 
So chrome for situations like this I'm up in this broad, I know he don't like this Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him Before the fifth put a spark to him Fuck around, shit, get dark to him Put a part through him, lose a major part to him Arm, leg, she begging me to stop But the cat getting closer Getting hot like a toaster I cop the toast, uh Before my eyes could blink, she screams out Honey, bring me up something to drink He go back downstairs, more time to think A brain racing, telling me to stay patient She don't know I'm cool as a fan, got in hand I don't wanna blast her man, but I can and I will though I'm trying to chill though, even though Situation looking kinda ill, yo It came to me like a song I wrote Told the bitch, give me a soft pillowcase and rope Got dressed quick, tied a scarf around my face Broke the bitch up, gagged the mouth with the pillowcase Played the cut, nigga coming on some love potion shit Flash the heat on him, he stood emotionless Dropped the glass, screaming, don't blast Here's the stash, a hundred cash, just don't shoot my ass Please, nigga pulling mad cheese out the floor Put sacks in the front of that sack Hit the door, grab the keys to the five Call my niggas on the cell, bring some weed I got a story to tell, uh, Yo, man, uh. y'all niggas ain't gonna believe What the fuck happened to me Look at that bitch I left the club with, man Yeah Yo, <laughs> I'm up in this bitch crib This bitch fucking one of my nick ass niggas and shit I'm up in the spot, so I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Which one? Who are them six five niggas? I don't know. Anyway, I'm up in the motherfucking spot, so I'm up in the pussy. Whatever, whatever. I start up some lie. I do creep sin up on some. Get the fuck out. Oh, it must have been rained out or something. It comes up in the spot. Bye.